0: Hello and welcome to Zack Attack. We're never going to be better than this. This is episode 25, Summerland, the TV series from 2004 to 2005. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe too. And this is going to be an interesting one. This is sort of a precursor to a couple other episodes we're going to be doing for other shows down the road on the network. This is really the first actually no'm I'm, I'm starting this podcast off with a lie. I wanted to say about how I don't really know how we're gonna cover 26 hours of a TV show <laughs> in an hour and a half it was fucking long. For Keanu Club we did Bill and Ted had a animated show that they did like 13 and a half hours or something that we covered for the show. So we've done this before it, it's different but it's it's a it's a challenge but I think that you and I are up to the task of I tackling so. Summerland.
1: Yeah, yeah, this was... We definitely watched a fuck ton of Summerland, that's for sure. <laughs> it felt like 26 hours.
0: The whole time, when we were sort of planning what the schedule going to be, what we we're going to do when, I was like, I don't know how we're going to do this. I'm like, I don't want to watch 26 hours... I watched the first one or two, and I was like, oh, boy, like, I can't do this. This is going
1: to be rough. Yeah.
0: But then I settled into a groove where just every day before work, I would just watch two while I sort of, you know, woke up and checked my laptop. And, you know, after a couple of weeks, I was done with it. And I, you know, I, I don't love this. But Same. there's some stuff that's really crazy that we're going to talk a lot about. Overall, like, I also just finished watching Deadwood, and this was more enjoyable to me than Deadwood, <laughs> because I at least sort of like some of the characters in this epi-
1: in this TV show, unlike Deadwood, where I like two people. There's also 7,000 characters to choose from in this <laughs> show, so... It's not hard to find a couple that you like.
0: Zeph is in about half
1: of these yeah. episodes. He's he's not in all of it, that's for sure. He's definitely sprinkled throughout. There's some episodes that are Zeph heavy and there's some that just like don't have him at all. I mean, we watched through all of it though, so they definitely yep. watched some hours of television that didn't even have Zeph in it. <laughs> This show was created by Aunt Becky
0: Lori Lockland. We're just going to call her Aunt Becky the entire yeah, show just because
1: Aunt Becky for sure.
0: It's the easiest way. I, I her name is Ava. I don't know what's their last name.
1: G <laughs> I, I don't know what their last name is. I don't
0: know either. The show is about... Aunt Becky is a California
1: fashion designer, right? She and yes. Susanna, her partner. The most unfashionable fashion designer ever. Uh, Susanna, the only black person in the entire show, I think, yes. right? Uh, no, she had like a black boyfriend at one point. Oh, like, yes, toward the end. Toward the like, end like, of the run, yeah, yeah. yeah. she's the only black person in the entire show, yeah.
0: The two of them are set to take their business to the next level. They're going to go to Paris or London or they something for a pilot jobs. episode. Meanwhile, over in Kansas we have a family and this was sort of like the mom spoiler alert who dies in the pilot episode yeah they die immediately like the first like 13 had seconds had a different kind of energy than everybody else. Like, she was, like, no-nonsense, all business. I mean, it's comparing it, I guess, to Aunt Becky. The more I thought about it, the more I'm like, I kind of want some more of that mom, because she was, like, grounded and realistic and earthy, kind of. Yeah. Whereas Aunt Becky is, like, this beautiful model, actress, whatever, who lives on the beach and is a fashion designer, like, doesn't really have a real life or a real job, but, like, everything's hashtag blessed. <laughs> and here you just have this woman who, like, is in rain boots to go
1: stop, like, a flood outside or something. Yeah, they were, like, going to, like, to start- stop a levy or something i don't know yeah all i know is they killed them off immediately the parents both die and so this family of three right it's older brother braden jesse mccartney Derek,
0: the younger brother yeah and the middle sister nikki go there the will leaves them to aunt becky so they get shipped off to los angeles cool, though
1: just to like leave them as like property for your sister <laughs> Like that, I'm gonna write a will. You know, just like give the kids to someone that doesn't want them. <laughs> they get sent off to California, where Aunt Becky is living with her ex-boyfriend she's, Johnny. Yeah, she's in this weird like housemate relationship situation where she's, she's like...
0: basically living the real world.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good. That's a good way to put it. She's she is living the real world. It's like a bunch of really beautiful people who all for some reason live together in the house. They're not beautiful people. That this is we're running into this. They're time. TV beautiful. Yeah, they're they're TV. Movie beautiful is what they are.
0: Aunt Becky and Susanna. Does Susanna live with her? No, I don't think so, right? Yes. She just comes over. She no, no, live
1: Susanna lives there too. They all live there. They're roommates, yeah.
0: And Johnny, her ex Aunt Becky's ex-boyfriend, and Jay, an Australian guy?
1: Yeah, he's Australian and like a surfer, and he's like the, you know, the very Zen one.
0: We I watched the pilot and the stuff so long ago, I mean, like in the grand scheme of things, you know, three or four weeks ago, that like I'm I'm fuzzy on like how the origin story. Like, I'm just like, oh, I
1: just assume that you know everybody's there. They were. They were I mean like as far as the show goes. They don't really explain, like, how they all met. there. Oh, no, it was Jay's, like, apartment or, like, find. And then he, like, put in a request for roommates, and they kind of just, like, came together. It was essentially, like, a Craigslist kind of thing, I guess.
0: There was a TV show a couple years ago that got canceled called Graceland on USA. Graceland is a house in Southern California that I think is based in real houses where, like, members of the FBI and the DEA, ATF and everything just all live together. But there's, like, six... TV beautiful people living together in a house hmm. solving crimes and stuff. This is like that show if none of them had real jobs and then you added kids to the mix. Yeah. And also like every episode had like a teachable lesson, a, like a, a a lesson to learn. Sort of kind of
1: Christian, but not really. Yeah, it's kind of, this, this show dabbles in this weird, it wants to be moral and wholesome, but then there's like sex and drugs and shit. It's like they have two conflicting writers. Like one of them's just like an old white lady, and then the other one's like, we need to edge this up a little bit it's really <laughs> confusing to me
0: it's a show that kids are going to want to watch because there's so much making out like I remember
1: I used to watch there's so much fucking making out in the show everyone's constantly making out
0: I don't know if this is normal, but I used to really look forward to watching Boy Meets World because, like, there would always be, like, kids a couple years older than me, like, making it I'm like, oh, that's going to be me one day. You know what I mean? Like, it's
1: like this. <laughs> your, your life is just from make out to
0: make out. You just live. It's sort exist. of like porn for kids, kind of. Like, it's not sex, but it's like, that's what I want. Like, that's what I want.
1: Like, yeah, give me that. No, definitely not for me. I think I'd be born <laughs> by that time. Just Maybe I'm a real my soul thing. too much. I don't need. I don't need fifty makeouts of teenagers.
0: Well, I mean, they go from makeouts to sex in a cave on the beach very quickly in this. Yeah,
1: dude, we do take some jumps pretty quick. I agree.
0: It's a show that kids want to watch because, like, it's edgy and a little adult. But then, like, the show's like winking the parents, like, "No, we got you. Like, we, we it's okay. We're like, not gonna, you know, we're not we're gonna, gonna
1: cross the line.
0: We're gonna make sure that you know if they are having sex, they use condoms,
1: or if they do buy drugs, they don't buy a bag of mismatched unlabeled bills, and then take them all. God, you just don't even, I really want to just hear the episode <laughs> so we can just do nothing but talk about season two, episode two. I have it playing in the background right now because I need to keep watching it. I think it's honestly one of the greatest <laughs> hours of television I've ever seen. It makes me so happy. We will get there. I just want okay. to sort of keep setting up like the w- how to get there. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I can continue. Yeah, I like it. In the
0: very, very beginning, God is mentioned when they come to LA, Like they, they want to pray before they eat and like, the yeah. Christian stuff Like the churchy stuff goes away in a real quick. Yeah, I feel like that was maybe the original idea for the show. Then, like, a couple episodes in, the writers were like, oh, this is not working. You know, they sort of, like, yeah. cut all that stuff out.
1: Or maybe they just use it to, like, juxtapose them becoming Californian, you know what I mean? They kind of, like, lose all of this. It gives them a structure to, like, make them kind of edgy.
0: It is kind of crazy how far they come from when they get there to when the show ends, both in, like, normal kids growing over two summers ways, and also crazy tv needs time jumps, so now brayden is like an international surf model whatever it only took like, him oh. a year but yeah and then Derek goes from being just like this like scared little kid to being a skateboard punk i guess yeah nikki goes from having no friends and being a weird loner an annoying loner to making out and sort of dating zeph our our main boy zeph and becoming friends with like every, every girl who a has a crush on zeph i guess yeah yeah it's a real weird narrative like the the focus of our show on the Zeph storyline is the one that kind of makes the least sense in a show that doesn't make sense the whole, like, how that click interacts with each other is, like, never explained, and it's all just super what?
1: weird. What click? What are you talking about?
0: How, uh, Nikki becomes friends with Amber, even though Amber, like, had a, like, Amber was sort of dating Zeph, they like, sort of, like, yeah. become friends with each other instead of Zeph, and then, like, there's the party they go to, and, like, she eventually kind of becomes friends with them, like, it's all just yeah. weird, like, she's just friends with who's around.
1: Well, <laughs> that's how life works. <laughs> I guess. It's the realest part of the show, is you just become friends with who's next to you. <laughs> I guess that's fair, so maybe that's the most realistic, as opposed to the least realistic yeah exactly you kind of set it up i think i think you set it up so the whole reason why we have Zeph in the show nikki the little girl the middle sister one she goes to meets him she, yeah she like what they go to some. they meet at summer camp yeah they meet at summer camp they meet at yeah. summer camp and she like has like a crush on Zeph. so this is just like episode two this is like one of the first Zeph ones like this is like the beginning of the storyline they're all kind of like worried about her like kind of dating Zeph or whatever and so he invites her over for like This, I don't know, like this fucking fireworks festival type shit. It's like the Playa Linda days or whatever the fuck it's called. Oh, you
0: mean in the episode name
1: Fireworks? Is it? Is is that the name of it? (laughs) Nice. Yeah, Fireworks. It's his his entry to the series, the third episode. I have it listed as two because maybe, I don't know. Maybe I can. Oh, yeah, no. Well,
0: the, 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 the pilot was like two hours, but it's like the third, it's a third
1: hour. So he like invites her over. They spend five hours drinking one birch beer, but like Aunt Aunt Becky's kind of like dating his dad at the same time. They really like to have these like incestual relationships that like if you're dating someone, somebody else is involved. Like there's like lots of like brother and sister datings. So you know what I mean? Yes. Aunt Becky is like dating his dad <laughs> and they like walk in and like start making out on the floor. And Nikki freaks out and she's like, I didn't even kiss him and after what you did I'll never get the chance that's that's like our intro to Zeph.
0: But somehow by the end of the episode, Nikki's kind of okay with them dating, the parents dating, but Zeph is not ready for his dad to date again, because I think his mom no. had died, right?
1: I don't know if she... Or left?
0: She wasn't in the there. picture. She's not in the, She was yeah. never in the
1: show. She either died or left. Yeah, I don't
0: remember which one it I was. I mean, maybe she got
1: murdered by the alcoholic dad, which we will get into in a big way toward the end of this episode. <laughs> yeah. And Zeph's like trying to ruin their relationship and shit. That's our intro to Zeph. That's how he got there. This is like the beginning. He's going to yeah. be dating Nikki. They were like, okay, cool. So, like, I thought he was going to be, like, a super permanent fixture in this.
0: No, he just comes and goes. It's it's weird. Like, there's no rhyme or reason for why anybody who's not in the family, there's no rhyme or reason for why they are or are not in certain
1: episodes. Like, it's just like, oh, we just have, like, something for him to do this week. Like, the side stories, like, don't ever, like, lead up to anything. Like, you have, like, the whole episode that was pretty much about, like, Erica and her mom, but it's like, Why? this doesn't involve anyone that's of importance, so. The writing is fucking terrible.
0: But by the end of that fireworks episode, they do kiss. Zef and Nikki kiss. Yeah, they
1: kiss. Episode 2, we got it already. We're set. We're gonna get a lot of Zef makeouts, along with 50 million other makeouts, but yes.
0: (laughs) The next episode is when it's maybe the most memorable thing that Zeph does the entire series. The painting. They one. come over to paint Nikki's bedroom. Yeah. He's an artist. I wrote down he's a hashtag artist. I, artist in quotes. Okay, so here's another important thing to keep in mind about the series. Every young kid relationship, the kids act like they're grown-ups. Like, in later what in the series, we have our favorite character, Martha, comes and sort of starts dating Derek, who's the youngest kid, who's probably seven or eight. He's basically talking about how much of a nag she's like, how much she wants like, he like, she wants to spend all of her
1: time with him and everything like that. Yeah. And it's just, like, they're very mature and grown up, like, for comedic effect, I guess. I hate fucking Derek, though. He's, he's always, like, being, like, grown up and mature, like, for comedic effect, but he's also the dumbest fucking kid on the planet. He is a dumb like, kid. They write him to be so fucking stupid, and then, like, all of a sudden, like, in an episode, he'll just have this, like, mastermind evil plan that he, like, 40 steps to, like, do something. Fuck Derek. I hate that kid. <laughs> He was, he was the most annoying part of the show for me.
0: I do want to put uh, Mar- our favorite character, Martha, on blast. We reached out to the actress who played Martha, and we also reached out to Erica, who we'll get to in a big way. Yes, shortly, Erica. And
1: also Callie, who we'll get I to. I hope you're hearing this.
0: We tweeted at all of them and said, would you please come on our show and talk about Summerland
1: with us? and none
0: of them responded.
1: They probably want to forget about the show as bad as the WB does. We were devastated by it. I hope one of them after the fact
0: says, "Yes, I'll come on and we can do a bonus episode," but I don't yeah. think. Like we, I, it was a couple days ago that I messaged them. They were all active on Twitter, none have a huge following. They're just ignoring us. I don't I think they want wanna... I
1: just want to talk to one of them about this fucking show. I do. Yeah. I want to know what they like what, what it was like. But Zeff comes over to paint
0: the room.
1: It's not like they're
0: painting. They just start like, just like throwing flicking, paint on the wall. Paint at each other. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, it's sort of, like, flirty, and then it just, the walls end up kind of like a Jackson Pollock thing.
1: Yep. And they're like, oh, I guess that's good, and that's just how the, the room is for the rest of the series. This episode, we get the first introduction into, like, this is where we're, like, we learn it's gonna get edgy, because, like, he has marijuanas. Yeah. The oldest one has marijuanas, they find the marijuanas, and we're like, oh, shit, drugs are bad. This is where we're going. So I was like, okay, cool. This is a nice temperature to set for the <laughs> show that we're gonna like be getting into drugs and shit like that'll make this way better
0: another important thing about this episode we get guest actress Sarah Paxton as Braden's first girlfriend he's gonna have a few different girlfriends throughout the course of the show Sarah Paxton in Cage Club podcast network relevance played a girl in a wheelchair on a Shia movie more importantly she's an actress who's still working today she was in cheap thrills a couple years ago and really good in that she was in the innkeepers and really good in that so like this girl who in this show is just like this wild child comes from rich parents and
1: lies about oh, everything the blonde one the first girlfriend yes
0: the, the sex one who girlfriend steals the car. Yes,
1: yes. Okay. Well, there's
0: a lot of sex girlfriend is a, a term that can apply to a lot of the virgin
1: girlfriend. Those. One where they would like do the whole like I'm gonna ramp you up. Everybody's like super stoked for him to just like bang this chick in the house. Yeah. By the way, which was pretty awesome.
0: With they bang in the house or they bang? Are you mean yeah, everybody they bang in the, the house case? I'm just saying they like remember he, like, yeah, he yeah, yeah. like
1: Jay and Johnny and they're like they're like yeah fucking smash it and they just like throw him condoms and shit. Yeah, they're like make sure you have lots of condoms. He's like I'm just gonna bring one. He's like no, make sure you have more You're than gonna, one. You're going bang Oh, boy. Bone down. They're going to bone down quadruple space.
0: A lot of quadruple spacing on this because this was on the WB, so there's a lot of things left of the imagination. Making out not left of the imagination. Making out always on. In the train.
1: forefront, yeah. Always in the forefront of the episode is a lot of making out.
0: What I really liked about this episode was that Zeph comes over to paint the walls, and then when he's going back upstairs, he runs into Derek, and Derek is like, hey, I need to learn how to play baseball. He's like, I'll teach you. And yeah. I was like, I got I to got flash forward to Charlie St. Cloud where he's talking to the ghost yep. brother about baseball. I was like, oh, this is a prequel to Charlie St. Cloud. So, like, in my mind now, Derek grows up to be that dead ghost brother. Oh, they even kind of looked the same a little bit, didn't they? Yeah, just sort of annoying Damn. younger
1: brown-haired kids. Yeah, and we get, we get to see him be an athlete again. He's like a superstar baseball player. And Nicky gets real pissed. And this is the beginning of a rocky relationship. Their roller coaster of love. Date, break up, don't talk for a while,
0: become friends, and then by the end, they're dating again, right?
1: Yeah. Man, what a journey. What a journey. What a journey. Very mature of them to have a very tumultuous relationship.
0: <laughs> Zef's really having a hard time balancing his love life and this budding boy boy relationship. I asked, will life find a way? And it, it's, it's tough. It's hard, man. Oh, also,
1: baseball was in the Derby Stallion. Like, baseball's all over the place. Oh, Zef that's right. Must have just loved baseball. Or he, like, just looks like he's, like, kind of small enough in these that he looks like athletic, but not, like, a serious sport, I guess. So they just made him a baseball player because you can kind of be, like, indiscriminately athletic <laughs> to, to be a baseball player.
0: And as though spending time with her brother instead of her was not enough to piss Nikki off in the next episode, we find out that Zef is friends with girls who wear bikinis. Yeah, he knows Nikki hot girls. is That's, That was the pissed. first note that I
1: have of this episode is Zef knows hot girls.
0: They are not into Nikki. They are throwing shade at
1: her. They are not into this at That's all. the one with the weird party, right? Well, yeah, this is the one where Nikki
0: sluts herself up to, like, impress him yeah. and then sort of embarrasses herself.
1: Like, Amber and the hot, mean girl imply that like Zeph wants blowjobs or something, right?
0: Yeah. So she goes home and sluts herself up and then she comes back down and Zeph's like, I can't get over how great you look. Nikki says, So wanna come up to my room and yeah. perfect Zeph, teenage boy, voice squeak, says Yeah and then he clears his throat he's like yeah and they go upstairs and then he sort of like pumps the brakes he's like I don't think this is you very mature and
1: responsible of him I
0: think she wants him to feel her up and she's like wait 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 like hold on I'm not ready for this so he bails and then he goes down and dances with Amber like it's a real real tough episode
1: for Nikki Zef is like really casual about just like moving on to a different girl really quickly in this in this show like every time like some girl pisses him off he's like okay cool and then just finds another one <laughs> You like, know the most surprising thing to me about this show is the
0: fact that he's not really the main sex symbol in this.
1: Like he's obviously no, like you a good it. It's all about Jesse McCartney. By the end of the the show, it's like 50-60% of Jesse McCartney's story at all times. Cuz they I don't know like when did when did he peak? It's weird because he had to be famous, so like you think the beginning of the show would be like a lot about him and it would kind of like mellowed, but it went the opposite way.
0: If you search him on Google, he has three songs that come up that were from 2004, 2006, and 2008 he was in stuff as recently as 2014 really but nothing that i know i mean he was in chernobyl diaries which was not a good movie it's a horror movie about kids who go to chernobyl and basically get killed or something i never really like i knew about him but i never sort of tracked him in
1: things we weren't like teen girls dude and plus now we found zeph and like jesse mccartney can take a fucking back burner unless we do the jesse mccartney podcast we got a man in our lives already he does not look i'm gonna send you the link to his uh instagram I want to see. I want to see.
0: He's not, yeah, he's not as uh, handsome. I mean, some pictures, sure. But, you know, Zeph has obviously become this Greek god. And Jesse yeah, McCartney Zeph is sort of not huge. as attractive. His, his Instagram is at Jesse McCartney.
1: Well, at least he's not looking like Aaron Carter. Oh. That's super sad. Yeah. You're right. Oh, yeah, he looks pretty normal. Like, he actually looks like the dude from Sum 41 in his Instagram. I can see that just like Erica who we're going to get to like I keep teasing we're going to get to Erica he's sort of kind of peaked
0: attractiveness I think probably on Summerland and then you know he's not ugly now but he hey, uh, hey let's not talk bad about Erica okay hey I wouldn't talk bad about Erica if she was on the podcast but she's not on the podcast True. so to put her on semi-blast yeah, she's looking We a reached older out now. to you, Erica. We reached she's, out to you, Taylor She's Cole, definitely looking older now. But she's still
1: attractive. I mean, and Jesse yeah, McCartney I is obviously tell. attractive, too.
0: It's easy to throw stones when you're recording a podcast.
1: Yeah, it's really easy that people don't see us for us to say that Erica looks like she, she fell off a little bit. But I mean, that's also because Erica is like a 12 out of 10 in
0: this show. Like, oh, yeah. She's just gorgeous in this, hot. in this TV series. Yeah, I agree. We will get to that.
1: So Zeph bails on maybe sort of beginning to hook up with Nick and goes down and dances with Amber. And then this is when we bring the Amber Saga. Like now we're yes. now we're getting into the Amber Saga.
0: We're in the probably aside from the last Thing that happens with Zeph, like the sort of the breaking point, and we leave Zeph on a really weird note. Like, it, I don't. I, we're gonna yeah. get into that at the end, but this is like the storyline for Zeph. It's he, him sort of balancing Amber two and girls Nikki. fighting over him.
1: And have we had two girls fighting over Zef in a movie before? I don't think we have. I don't think we have either. Now that I think about it, he's never like so desirable that like multiple chicks are going after him. I don't think. Yeah, that's weird. You're right. Maybe this is the first time for that. You do it best here. You're never gonna do it again. Like you can't. You can't beat the yeah. Amber Nikki saga they had the time to work with it in the tv series you know what i mean like i don't think it would really work that well in a movie because they like build this for like episodes and episodes you know oh man i just got to the best part of of season two episode (laughs) two just playing in the background i saw all the pills go into his pocket
0: the next episode i only have two notes number one is no zach efron in this episode number two was the cameo that you
1: were super super excited about i I thought you were gonna get it i was really stoked Mm -mm. so i saw it is simon rex is in this episode the solo gay porn star slash rapper slash comedian dirt actor dirt nasty He's awesome. I think he's. I think he's really funny. I mean, he still makes music and stuff. Like all of his music is about like drugs. I would like to imagine in this show that Erica fucked her nasty. Yes. <laughs> well, so hold on. So aim. If you are a solo porn star, you're not a solo gay porn star. You can't control your audience. This is like you know from the stories that you could find online. Sure. Is like he got contracted to do solo masturbating porn, and really apparently girls don't watch a lot of just dudes jacking it. I believe it. I believe that. it makes sense. It was definitely directed towards gay people. Like, he was never on, like, guy-on-guy porn, but he, like, did, like, a lot of, like, I'm just gonna stroke it gently. The
0: next episode starts out with a super weird sex dream. Zef's back.
1: Yeah. Braden is having with Sarah Paxton, and then he wakes up to Derek staring at him, which is, like, the creepiest thing the show might ever do. Yeah, I don't remember this. I remember, the like, the kind of the dream where she, like, comes through, like, the window or something, right? Uh, yes, I think so. There's only, like, one dream in this entire show. I can't. I
0: do not remember it exactly, I just remember it being like a very not explicit, nothing in the show is really I can't explicit, but like
1: space anything, but yeah.
0: But yeah, this this episode is called heat wave, so you know things are gonna get hot.
1: Oh that's right. This is when it's like the theme of it is that everything is literally fucking hot. So Zeph's back, he has a job, yeah. he's a smoothie maker, new job for Zeph. New job for Zeph, smoothie maker slash waiter. And we find out that Amber also works in the smoothie shop. Yeah, so, so Nikki that does not is even make Nikki more happy. Pissed. Yeah, she's even more pissed than she was before. So this is when I first noticed that Erica likes to drop a lot of Greek mythology references. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know if you caught it or not, but she's always like, yeah, just like Oedipus or Odysseus. And like she like r- makes all of these weird Greek mythology references just for like the first season. And there's our boy. I just put a picture in the Discord chat. It's going to be the featured image. Oh, on the- that's such a good
0: picture with Zeph with all the cups that he's cleaning yep. up. Man, yeah. I love it. I love it That's so a really much. Go, great to, picture. go to cageclub.me to see this great picture of Zeph. Probably never looking better in the series than holding four empty cups. Every cup that is cleared on any table in the show is so clearly empty, 100% empty, that yeah. like when Amber's cleaning stuff up later, when Nikki kind of gets a job there for like half an episode, it's just we, we're going to put a, a lid on a cup and put a straw on it, and then we're done.
1: Yeah. Oh, by the way, in that episode, I made a note that said like Zeph has tons of pit stains for some reason on one of his shirts. Well, it's California. I mean, it's it's hot. A Nude? oh because it was the heat wave that's right that's oh right. heat wave yes that's right then this is the weird where we get the weird side story of aunt becky's nudes get out because johnny has them. oh yeah the little dipshit finds them and he shows his friend his yep. friend starts making copies of them and selling them for a nickel on the boardwalk which i think is fucking incredible that's hilarious to me <laughs> not the selling the nudes part just selling them for a nickel like printed out nudes that's just amazing and I wish that I could do that as a child. Like, that's just so fucking good. And then we have the whole, like, meltdown. And, like, Aunt Becky's like, my nudes are out. And, like, and she's really <laughs> mad for, like, three seconds. And then she, like, gives it back to Johnny anyways. It's, like, really bizarre.
0: This is also, we get we get some uh, choice Zeph quotes. We do? We were talking I don't about Nikki. He says, I like hanging out with you, but you're making me kind of nervous. Amber is my friend. I thought I made it clear that you're more than that. He likes Nikki, but Nikki's just so in clingy, her head dude. she's so clingy yeah but he ends up by saying now I just don't know if it's gonna work out like she just is so overthinking things just like let Zeph be Zef Amber's a babe of a 15 year old or whatever yeah she works with him so what he likes
1: you yeah it's, all, it's more about looks sometimes it's about personality too personality yeah. goes a long way
0: how many episodes in a row are we gonna drop a that exact specific Pulp Fiction reference I think we're at two I think the count is up to two <laughs> really I think so This is also when we get introduced to Callie for the first time. Oh, yeah, now we get Callie. Okay. Brayden, so here's the thing with Brayden. Brayden has sex with Sarah Paxton, and then as soon as they have sex, she is done with him. Like, she just starts, she basically goes on to her next conquest. Yeah. And sees her at the beach with this other surfer, and she doesn't have, like, the time of day
1: for him. Like, you know, I did this, I fucked Brayden, I'm done, I'm moving on. She's the most mature person in this whole show, honestly. She has casual sex. She's also insane. I think that she's the most realistic person in the whole. She show. goes to rehab. She goes to rehab. She does a lot of drugs, making stuff up all the time, compulsive liar. She's a complex character. A real normal woman.
0: So while Braden is losing his mind, Braden Jesse McCartney is losing his mind over not having Sarah Paxton, he finds out that this girl, Callie, who also grew up in Kansas, like, 20 miles from him or something is now yeah, also weird. in los angeles and it's like one of those tv things where it's like can't you see how obviously you're meant to be with this girl and he's just like yes no i'm all about sarah paxton eventually starts dating
1: callie but it's just like well he's he, uh, he got a taste man it was his first bang in that cave so his first cave sex yeah <laughs> yeah his first cave sex. <laughs> once you have cave sex man you know, you're just hooked. Oh, I forgot. Then at the end of this episode,
0: after Zeph was like, "I don't know if this is gonna work out," then this is when Nikki becomes friends with Amber. Yes. And they're talking shit about Zeph, and Zeph hears them and basically. But, but she
1: says something really weird, like she says, "All hail Cameron, king of the jellyfish," and he's devastated. Done. He is so pissed. He, and he, like, doesn't talk to her for, like, episodes after this.
0: He does not cry. He doesn't cry until the end of season two, which we will get to. Yes, we we'll, will. We'll come back and check in on when we do the crying and shirtless game. He basically goes off screen and then just cries for, like, four episodes. I mean,
1: I have him in. Because he's in the next two he's not in. No, he's in ten. Yeah, you're right. He's in like he he's there's two without him. Yep, yeah, because he's crying by himself.
0: Because the next episode is about how Sarah Paxson's a bad influence, Derek wants to be Cupid for Aunt Becky and Johnny, and also Gone with the Wind I wrote down, and then the next episode is about could Nikki skip eighth grade.
1: I only have notes on Erica for those two episodes. <laughs> I don't have anything else about Erica. Those. Let's
0: talk about Erica. We haven't
1: talked about Erica so really yeah. Yet. So remember, there was like the whole like the whole episode with brayden surfing. She made him like sit on the surfboard for like six months. Oh right. In the sand, and yeah. Nikki goes to learn to surf, and she's like, okay, you, you can go in the water like immediately. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like he's like a real athlete and an adult. Oh, he just fell on the steps from the drugs. <laughs> like, sorry, <laughs> sorry to interrupt. Yeah, so yeah, Jay runs a surf shop, and Erica works for him she's a surf coach she's not an employee She just like around kind of no she does sometimes i think she like helps out or something but but it's his girlfriend man like even from the beginning like that's his girlfriend it's jane's know? girlfriend because that was the whole like jesse mccartney thing being like who hurt you she's like you don't want to know and then he's like i think i do know <laughs> and then they had this like that whole like boardwalk the first one
0: so throughout this show there are a couple relationships that's kind of like will they won't they it's like the only things the show cares about there's aunt becky and johnny will they get
1: back together all the kids want them back together they want to be back together derek also falls in love with mr o'keefe or dr o'keefe or whatever the the principal derek's just like such a fucking
0: lost puppy like th- this kid needs to go yeah for the most like... part yeah the whole show wants aunt becky and johnny to be back together yes the other one is will erica and Brayden get together Brayden is like what 15 or 16 and erica's probably like 20 and yeah. jay is probably 25 And he's going to steal this older woman from an even older guy, who Who also, by the way, he lives with, and, like, they're best friends, kind of. Yeah!
1: It's like, this dude's teaching me everything that I could, like, need to learn about life right now, but also I want to fuck his girlfriend.
0: Oh boy! So those are like the two that like the show really. It's like the will they, won't those, they? That yeah, those are the serious
1: relationships.
0: You're right. Most well, I mean, Zeph, But that's basically like, is Nikki ready to date or not? Like, like Zeph is sort of kind of in the in the grand scheme of things a little irrelevant because it's not like it's just like is Nikki yeah. grown up
1: enough to handle like adult stuff? Yeah, that's you're right. Yep, I agree. Which is sad for our purposes, but it's it's the, them's the breaks. And then so okay, so we talked a little bit about Erica. Then the next episode is actually all about Erica, and it's about like her mom is the chick from Pulp Fiction, which is really awesome, by the way. We Wait, which chick?
0: I I know the mom. She's, She's sick and she's like a dying mom. Who is she? Who's the mom from Pulp Fiction? The one with all the shit in her face. Oh, Trudy.
1: Yeah, she's Trudy. Trudy is oh. Erica's mom. I even looked it up. Yeah, it's real.
0: That's cool. So that's another Pulp Fiction. So aside from the personality goes a long way, we had Flock of Seagulls direct Charlie St. Cloud and, oh, Seventeen again. Yeah, Seventeen again. That's
1: right. Zef-18 so, yeah. Do we have a lot of Pulp Fiction, like Six Degrees of Separation? And It's Zach? just in our wheelhouse, yeah. In Zach's life. Zeph's life. I, that's
0: more proof why Zeph
1: needs to be in a Tarantino
0: movie. Like, all the stars have
1: aligned. Yeah. It, it, we're just counting down the days, man.
0: Tarantino just announced that he's doing a Charles Manson movie. Zeph is gonna be Ted Bundy, I think, right? So I mean, like, he could also be in like a Charles oh, Manson movie right. for Tarantino. He, Zef
1: is going to be Ted Bundy in that movie. We talked about this. That's right. I so I mean, what I want I want him yeah. in a Tarantino movie.
0: So, so Erica cries. We finish the Erica episode. Erica's like moving in in the next episode called Kicking and Screaming. She's going to move in with Jay, right? Because she gets she gets her apartment fucked up. No, her yeah. like
1: her like apartment, like she like loses her lease or something. Wasn't she gone for a while? Didn't she like leave to go see her mom? No, she like leaves after. No, that's episode. I think that's later. The yeah. mom comes in town
0: like you know the mom has problems or whatever but the mom comes into town unexpectedly and she leaves for a couple episodes
1: that was in that episode but it, i don't think that they were related i think she like goes to visit her dying like in an episodes coming up she's moving in which is like you know really hard on jay it's the end I of the guess, world because she wants to like hang pictures and shit and i mean obviously like i understand that women are constantly trying to ruin your life with pictures on the walls and it's and,
0: and also curtains i
1: think yeah curtains fuck curtains seriously though <laughs> Like, I really hate curtains. There's, <laughs> blinds are cool, but she was trying to hang curtains. I feel Jay's pain in this one. As and Jay's like, yeah, they're, they're
0: fine. And she's like, no, that's not the way you're supposed to say yes or whatever. And yeah. it's, the end, it's the end of everything, basically. She
1: instantly, like, she was like the dopest chick in the whole show. And then, like, all of a sudden she's about to move in and she just, be, just sucks. This episode is notable for our purposes because this is where they have the basically
0: sex party it's not a sex party but it's like a teenage sex party a teenage sex party they play like seven minutes in heaven and stuff like that and yeah because amber invites her other friends nikki's like hurt and left out and Amber's like no you can come too whatever yeah then Zeph shows up and she's just like why are you here
1: and Zeph's like oh i don't think this is your scene we thought that amber was gonna be like a shithead the whole time but like amber's pretty dope amber's kind of the ni- amber's kind of the nicest person out of anybody in the series to nikki she's like the only one that like is actually a friend and like cares about her
0: but there's another girl we also meet here we meet Carrie. She's wearing a t-shirt that says I'm a Carrie, which I thought was a Sex and the City reference. Yeah. But also in the same episode right before that, Nikki had talked about the TV or the, the movie Carrie about like how she thought that, you know, hanging out with the cool kids that she was going to get like blood dumped on her or whatever.
1: But then oh. it turns out that the girl's name is Carrie. There's a lot of Carrie references that I didn't get. I mean, it's bad writing. Dude, the whole writing in the show is fucked. Like, it's terrible.
0: But then Nikki's dared to to kiss Patrick, a boy that we've never seen before. Yeah. And they go off to the back room and Zeph's like, you don't have to do this if you don't want to. And Zep just starts getting real, real nervous. And then they come out and he says, I can't believe you went through it. I didn't know you cared what people thought. And I was like, stop
1: slut-shaming Nikki, Zep. Like, you're better than this. Yeah, dude. And and he hasn't been around because he's been crying about the jellyfish comment. Yeah. fucking three weeks now, so you need to relax. She's, she can make out with whoever she wants to. It's her body, and she has the right to do her what Her body, wants. her choice. Yes, exactly.
0: But then we find out that she didn't even kiss him. She just promised to tutor him if he said that they kissed. Yeah. Which is, for that guy, awesome it's a real win-win. Yeah. Yeah free tutoring. You, you I just mean, say that you kissed a, a cute girl and you get free tutoring? Like, yeah, guy yeah. has it made. Yeah, But then Zef is like weirdly proud that Nikki didn't kiss him.
1: Which I guess is fine. I mean, he kind of like owns her, I guess. It's Zeph, so makes sense.
0: The next episode is when they want to go to the movies. Zef wants to see Alien versus Predator. But yes. But Nikki says, why would you want to see a movie when you can watch Life in the Fishbowl, which is the, name of the episode? They spend the entire episode for yes. some reason just watching their family and like, doing live commentary on it it's the
1: weirdest thing it was awesome i actually kind of liked this one that was a really good one yeah they just they just like are people watching their family and just like making up side stories which i do to people watch all the time like i like to imagine in my head like that they're off doing something and like i give them a cool backstory
0: basically it's like why would you watch a movie when you can watch all these attractive horny people all around you trying to get with each other yeah
1: yeah that was a good point
0: point. and oh this is when the i think this is when the guy who sketches Susanna wants her to run away with him who i think the guy Susanna. remember there's a guy who like falls in love with Susanna and then like leaves like she doesn't know his name
1: or no. his phone oh number, yeah he, yeah like the, he yeah the guy sketches her and leaves the the, drawing hobo. On the beach the yeah beach hobo that's right <laughs> <laughs> the beach hobo architect that yeah. that used to live in New York and design buildings, but now lives on the beach. Yeah, that's that was fucking weird. Was Sarah weird. Paxton shows back up and she's like clean. Like I don't think this is this is still before rehab. I think she sort of like has reformed her ways. No, isn't she back in the middle of rehab? Like, isn't she like allowed to come back during rehab or something? Oh yeah,
0: because this yeah cause because that, this is when she steals she steals the money from the safe and drives off. Yeah. And she's dressed super preppy, and she's like, Braden, I want you to wait for me. And he's like, I don't know if I can do that. And then that's when she steals the
1: money and steals the dad's car and leaves. And she's just gone forever after that. Like, she's just like a missing child, but, like, they just don't care. The show doesn't, at least.
0: Oh, and we've already been introduced to Dr. O'Keefe, who is the principal or the teacher at Nikki's school, who starts dating Aunt Becky. Because nothing can go wrong with that.
1: That sounds like a no, great idea.
0: Johnny is playing beach volleyball with two bimbos, but all he wants is Aunt Becky. And then, yeah. you know, he, he basically convinces... Derek that like do what Aunt Becky wants like whatever makes her happy so then he sort of falls in love with Dr. O'Keefe which is starts like this
1: spiral of events that like oh boy like it's 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 heartbreaking for Derek. Have we gotten to the part where like Johnny loses his job yet? It's right around here right?
0: Oh yeah I don't know I didn't take notes on like things that happened
1: I just sort of took notes on like reactions.
0: But yeah at some point Johnny like he's a realtor that we see him at, at work twice their firm is apparently two people him and there's a really hot bitchy woman who somehow steals all of his sales. I don't like they don't, they don't they're like we don't really know how real estate works, so we're just gonna like have him not sell things, and then lose his job.
1: Yeah, that seems like what the writing kind of did. Apparently, he was making a ton of money until he gets fired, and then, or loses his job, and then now he's just, like, broke. So then, like, Johnny runs away for, like, you know, three or four episodes or something. He's, like, you know, feeling like a shithead because he has no job. And he, like, spent all that money that one episode on everyone for no reason. He's he's compensating. Yeah, he is. He's overcompensating, yes.
0: The next episode, there's a new blonde girl that Zeph is apparently yes. dating. I don't remember who this is, though. It's not Amber. It's,
1: Who's that? No, it's like another It's like another third chick. She's pretty useless. We just get her for this episode. Nikki's, like, really hurt that Zeph is dating a new girl, and Amber's like, fuck him. Cool. Like, whatever. Oh, yeah,
0: and then Amber spills drinks on the girl, too. And, like, Zeph gets pissed.
1: Yeah, he's like, you both are ruining everything. And, like, freaks out for no reason.
0: What this show likes to do is, like, if you haven't introduced characters in a couple episodes, they just have an episode where they introduce, like, four or five new characters. Because we get Zeph's new girlfriend, and we also get Aunt Becky's new gay assistant, because Susanna yes. has
1: left to go work for whatever her name oh, is. Oh, the fucking french name one. The French-named one. Because, okay, you're finally getting me to the point where we can talk about what happens. Okay. In this show, they like to let characters like almost leave a lot, and then they just like have something super chaotic happen that they have to stay and come back. Susanna is gonna leave because she got a new job she's leaving Ava we know that that can't actually happen
0: and at the end of this episode Nikki and Zeph are friends and she's teaching him how to play DDR and like everything is sort of good like this sort of begins almost an entire like season long like this is the end of season one but like they're kind of just friends for like until like episode nine
1: of season two yeah when shit hits the fan so this is the end this is when jesse mccartney brings like he like has a condom in his bag and callie freaks out because like he <laughs> yeah. and callie are dating now and which we this, like,
0: find out later is because when she got to town she banged every everyone dude. everyone literally now everyone. Like, wants to wait with him and he's Pissed about that. And like that's one of those like teachable seventh heaven moments where just like, just you know, do what she wants, basically. There's gonna be
1: a wedding, right?
0: So that's that's how season two starts. So, like at the end of season one, let me just see here. Yeah. Johnny gets fired, Aunt Becky gets laid. Zeph and Nikki been are cool. A billion years since Zeph and Nikki have met. The one day Zeph says they he thinks they'll be back together and she's not so sure about it. Yeah. Callie freaks out about sex. Sarah's gone. Oh, Susanna talks about how she goes to a party with Diddy. Which oh, is yeah, weird, that's right. a weird celebrity name drop. Yeah. And then everybody cries about the dead Kansas mom, because it's like where we started, where we ended. And then at the very end, Johnny wants Aunt Becky back, but she's in love with Dr. O'Keefe. And we start season two with her... A fucking wedding, immediately. A wedding. Dr. O'Keefe says, I do. And then Johnny says, I do. You're like, what is going on? And then snap out of it, dream sequence.
1: Yeah. When it started with the wedding, I was like, oh shit, I guess we're just taking this jump. But <laughs> No. The only Zeph note I have for this episode is he's wearing a
0: shirt with a Canadian flag on it for some reason. I have a Zeph note that says he's filling out. His hair is lighter.
1: Yeah, he's like getting older. Johnny has a beard, which he shaves in a very transformative moment. This is the best part. I have a note that says if Brayden doesn't start doing meth to get better at surfing, I'm gonna be really sad. Little did I know what was the about next to episode. Okay, so now we're in my favorite episode of this series. Then this episode is called I Am the Walrus. If you've listened so far, I'm telling you don't watch any of the show. Just watch yep. season two, episode two. I am the walrus. So much crazy shit happens in one episode. It's fucking incredible.
0: This is how you know the episode is gonna be crazy. We get introduced to a new character and she's played by Carmen Electra. Yes, Carmen Electra shows up. is step one. Yeah. This series decided to give a five episode arc to Carmen Electra. Calling her an actress is generous. Like she's just on screen. She like, just she's yeah. just supposed to be there to be beautiful eye candy yeah. that distracts everyone from like their current relationships. That's it. And she's supposed to be there. So that Johnny can fall in love with her instead of Aunt Becky but it takes a while and she's just like 99 out of 100 guys or 9 out of 10 guys want to sleep with me when they first see me but you're that one guy and he's like yeah like you know I'm, I'm, all, I'm all business baby or whatever <laughs> Some, something <laughs> stupid
1: <laughs> yeah something fucking dumb we get Carmen Electra in the show because Johnny wants to buy this fucking restaurant now because he has a restaurant boner
0: but like she owns half of it or something and she wants yeah, to buy she, him he bought, out or he something bought the
1: half from her husband but they're getting divorced and right, she owns and so the so she's other got half. bad memories
0: yeah me Meanwhile, Anastasia Dubois—that's it. Anastasia Dubois. That's her name. Yes. Good job. Susanna's new boss gets raided by the FBI, and the FBI shows up at the house and, like, basically Just arrest arrests Susanna. Susanna. Yeah.
1: And you're like, what is happening? Yeah, so I'm like, okay, this is cool. Carmel Electra showed up. Somebody got arrested. FBI raid. Shit's hitting the fan. This is pretty interesting. We don't really know why she got raided though. What was it for? I don't know. I'm sure that they probably said something. I just don't know, and I don't remember, and I also don't care. I just love the fact that they have like an FBI raid in the. Yeah, show it was about, the like, only way. So this people. was the best way. Like she was just about to leave, and I was like, yep. oh shit, they might let this character go. Oh and it's like, right, yes, yep. Because she and was like, moved
0: to New York to be there, be her assistant full time.
1: Yeah, and it's like, no, like. Well, we'll just let the fbi raid the house and throw that chick in jail so she can't move and right. that was like the best writing you could have done for keeping her <laughs> so it was like you know what let's not like i want to know that what happened in that meeting they're like well we can't let Susanna leave fuck how are we gonna do this they're like well let's not do something we can't have crazy. her just say no like we can't have her we change can't ever say no we can't kill Susanna. so what can we do and somebody's like mm, fbi raid throw the other chick in jail they're like perfect <laughs> you nailed it that's what we should do nothing too crazy something believable and something not too crazy meanwhile we take a quick detour for the
0: titular walrus in this episode that nikki goes to cheerleading practices not get on the team but becomes the school mascot which is kind so of she a can, low blow. well she
1: wants to stay on the team and amber's like i can get you on the team if you want to be on the team she's like yeah dope i really want to be on the team she's like cool wear the mascot costume and she's like that's not what i had in mind we find out we actually find out that Callie is a secret whore in this one. Like she confesses. We also get introduced to the surfing coach that they have a high school surfing team at Brady Yes. Joins. Oh fuck! There's so much good stuff in this episode. Okay. The surfing ahead. coach
0: basically admits, or the, he gets accused of, not admits, but he gets accused of statutory rape on a
1: 16 year old girl. Something. Which he right? did. He did yes. do this. Jay, but Jay knows. So yeah, Jay is pissed about the surfing coach because the surfing coach is trying to get rid of Jesse McCartney because he's like mad at him for some reason because he's like not doing good enough. He's like just pushing him. He tells Jay about it and Jay's like pissed. So Jay just comes in and out of nowhere just drops that like he fucked a 16 year old. He just comes in. He's like, I know you fucked that 16 year old. I'm going to tell everybody about it. And like that was it. (laughs) So like in, in front of the team? No, 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 no. It was in the office. No, it was in the office. Yeah, I thought it was on the beach. No, it was one on one. They get into like a fight, but then they go back to his office and they're like yelling at each other. And he's like, "I know you fucked that sixteen year old." So like after the FBI raid, Callie being a whore, Susanna getting arrested and shit. I was like, "Oh, cool." Like this was a pretty wacky episode. And it's like, no. Now there's a statutory rape accusation. Shit yep. got real.
0: And then we're not even at the end of it. We're not even. No,
1: we're not. Brayden, Somebody says to Braden, "Callie's not the girl you
0: thought she is," and I. I wrote down something yes. about sex but what is it then they have a confrontation on the beach and she admits to him that she banged around every quadruple spaced all these dudes and that she's like you know if you just want to have sex like let's just go have sex right now like let's just do it right now and he's like what is going on like, it's a lot to handle
1: yeah she's just like okay cool like then we can just fuck then and he's like no and so what's the best way to react to deal with this what would you do i would buy drugs from a stranger in a, in van, a trailer somewhere in a trailer <laughs> next to the beach not know what they actually are. Like, would you buy, like, five pills or, like, a bag of, like, 75 pills? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I would buy, like, a whole... Ziploc's bag worth of, like, full with random drugs. He's able to wait
0: long enough for me to take one note that says Johnny's going to business with Carmen Electra, and then
1: boom, next thing I wrote down, he takes the drugs. He instantly takes the drugs. He had him. he, like, just puts them in his pocket, and I, like, I noticed that there was, like, a bunch of different pills in there, and I was like, who buys mixed bags of drugs? Like, usually it's, like, one drug in one bag, one drug in the other bag. And drug dealers aren't the most organized people in the world, but at the same time, Every time I've bought drugs, nobody ever, like, mixed them all together for me. I feel like this is just TV drugs. Like, how can we show that he's buying drugs
0: without, like, explicitly, like, having weed on screen? Yeah. Or, like, a bag of Coke? It's just like, oh, just throw, like, pills in a bag.
1: Yeah, so this is what I was thinking. But actually, it's better than that. Because we find out what it was. Is that he's just taking a fucking ECA stack, which was very popular in baseball. It is, like, a sports. It was, like, a sports. Explain thing. what an th- ECA stack is. Ephedrine. They use it as, like, a bronchodilator. Like, uh, people with asthma take it. Like, I've, I've eaten this. I've eaten an ECA stack. So the first thing is, like, you take this ephedrine, and you can breathe better, whatever, right? Then you take caffeine, and you ramp up your heart rate a little bit. And then you take aspirin to thin your blood out. So it's pretty much like blood doping kind of, you know what I mean? Like sure. you're just trying to like get more oxygen to your muscles. Is okay. essentially what you're accomplishing, but this it's fucking dangerous, and like people do die from it. Like the baseball player died. There was a baseball player that died from taking ephedrine, like and they got like real serious. Oh, Steve Beckler, yeah, died was, I think he was a pitcher wasn't he a pitcher yeah yep. yeah yeah he the so Fedra he died from it. the pitcher's death yeah it's it's bad like you you'll just i mean like you know you're ramping up your heart rate you're thinning your blood out and then you're working really hard like it's not something you want to do strenuous activity if you were mixing them but they do it so brayden comes up the steps he had just eaten all the drugs, and he just tumbles down the steps. He says,
0: Aunt Ava, something's wrong, and then just eats it.
1: Yes. So he falls all the way down the steps.
0: This reminds me, did you ever watch Seventh Heaven? I don't think you ever watched Seventh no, Heaven. No, I didn't watch Seventh Heaven. So I watched it because it was, you know, a Christian family show or whatever, and I remember as I got older I was like, oh, this is, I don't want to be watching this anymore. One of the episodes that I remember vividly for some reason, I think because it was in all of the trailers leading up to it, like, this is a very special episode. Uh, Simon, the basically the Brayden equivalent of that, Okay. Goes to a party and gets like super drunk. And stumbles back home and says hi, and then the older brother says, "No, I think you're drunk." And like, there's a whole like, they have to you know clean up after him and whatever, and like hide it from the parents or whatever. And he learns a okay. lesson. Here, it's basically the same thing, except instead of like being rescued by
1: Johnny or Jay, he gets rescued sort of by Aunt Ava, and they you know, it's more serious because he like was taking drugs. It was a really interesting choice. This was this was well played. They gave him drugs that were like believable, but also not like. Meth. Like I wanted him to start smoking meth. I was really impressed with how they went with the.
0: Show. And then, in case you're wondering, the episode ends with Nikki returning to the Walrus costume. She sort of quits the team and then comes back and all is well. Then no, we just never see her as a Walrus again. Yeah,
1: Susanna like puts like a fucking bow on the top of the Walrus. She's cool with it. They're good. I'm glad we got to like fully hash out that whole episode. It's amazing to me that the best episode, your favorite episode, is an episode of the show that Zach's not even in. Is he not? No, he's not in this episode at all. But, but dude, there's so much fucking wonkiness happening in that episode. Like it just, I just kept getting slayed by like just wackier and wackier shit i wish that they would have kept this momentum and just like killed off people and like put them all in jail and shit for like the rest of the season but like after that it was kind of a high bar and like it kind of puttered out for me.
0: The next episode is also pretty good though, because the next episode is when Zeph and Nikki are running for class president. Yes. Because Carrie, the mean black girl from the party, says that she's running for president, and so Nikki convinces Zeph to run, or she she wants Zeph to run. And Zeph, who's just wearing a normal shirt, Carrie says to him, Somewhere in this world there's a bagpiper without his kilt. And that's like enough of an insult where he's just like, I'm in. Yeah, like
1: Flannel was apparently like a hugely terrible choice by him.
0: I guess. It's the, weird, it's the It's the weirdest insult that sets him off. And Nikki prepares him for the speech, but instead yeah. of, he starts off with her speech, and then just basically like, hey, you guys want candy? You want soda machines? Like, what do you want? You want money? Like, I'll just give you whatever. I like, was he's basically really... the Donald Trump of this world, I was... and people are loving
1: it. I'm so glad you said that because in my notes I have, he should have just started saying, build that wall. We're going to build that wall and Carrie's going to pay for it. Yeah, exactly. That's all I wanted to happen. Yeah, I want him to say that. Then we get a nice kiss from a rose is the song in this episode for some reason. They have a really great soundtrack. I I have no idea, but (laughs) it it does because I have it as a note and I wouldn't have put it if it wasn't true. And then Erica comes back and she's still hot. That's, yep. that's my notes for that episode. And
0: also, the, at the end of the episode, Nikki decides that she's going to run... No, Erica's back the next episode.
1: No, I haven't in this Because I
0: wrote a note in all capital letters, yes, Erica
1: is back. Okay, maybe she... It's maybe around I'm...
0: this time, either way. Okay, but Nikki decides that she's going to run for president, too, and Zeph yes. says to her, did anyone ever tell you you're cute when you're ambitious? And she says, oh,
1: you... <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Great writing. The dialogue's on point. And then
0: the next episode, I don't think Zeph's in...
1: It's in your hand vote for Cam. That's all I have, because that's his slogan.
0: Surfing coach gets busted for statutory rape, and so Jay is the interim coach now. And
1: Erica is back. Tensions are high in the household before the wedding. Yes. A lot of times I saw clothes in this show where I'm convinced that there was a pot leaf on them. Nikki had a dress on in like the next episode and I thought I had a pot leaf on it. There was a time when Jay had a hat on that I thought had a pot leaf on it. It was just really bizarre to me that like they're kind of being edgy but at the same time like pot leaf paraphernalia clothing I didn't really think was going to be a thing but yeah.
0: You never know with Summerland.
1: Yeah, maybe not.
0: The next episode starts off with a, sort of like a, a mild version of something that's going to come a few episodes later. That we start out with like an, a medical emergency. Aunt Becky gets a call, and Derek has been in an accident. But the accident turns out that he was just skateboarding down the hill and fell and like sort of bruised his elbow or something. And he's like, "Oh no, I'm fine."
1: Oh, dude, I don't even remember this. Seriously, it's how the
0: episode starts, and like she's like in a panic, she has to rush to the scene. No, and he was like skateboarding, this. I think, with like Johnny or somebody or something like that. He just like barely gets hurt, and like there's the ambulance there. You don't remember the ambulance? Mm, no. And then I think. This is when Dr. O'Keefe proposes to Be- Aunt Becky, I think, and they're gonna get married in two days. Oh, because Johnny shows up and he gets worried, and he's like, or maybe he'd already proposed to her, but she's like, he's he's worried that she's gonna leave him for Johnny, so he's like, I gotta lock this shit down now let's get married in two days. Cool. Totally normal thing to do when you're
1: worried. Yeah, you should propose as soon as you get nervous about a girl. That's always the right way to handle this.
0: Zeph is in this episode. He basically is on the beach. He like, a scene cuts to him and Nikki on the beach and then he's like, oh, hey, your brother Brayden's up there. And then like, zeph has gone from the episode. I was yeah. like, oh, cool, I'm glad. And then this is when she goes to talk to him and this is the episode where Brayden finally gets his dick wet with Callie. Yeah. And, this is when and they all he finally... wants to do is bang Callie. And then, yes, and then this is the wedding and Aunt Becky says, "I do." And and then Dr or Mr. O'Keefe says, "No, you don't." And everybody's like, "Oh shit, what happened?"
1: And then they go on the beach and
0: and he runs away. he leaves school. like he leaves a note like I can't do this." and he like leaves his job. Yeah, he just like dips.
1: So it's like, okay, that's weird. See, they couldn't have the wedding happen, so they had to, like, take it as close to the wedding as we could get, and then just cancel it.
0: We are literally at the altar. Instead of a runaway bride, it's like, the groom's like, no, you're you're not, your heart's not in this. Yeah, that was, like, the big part of that one. The next episode is when Braden wants to keep banging Callie, but Callie's like, can we just, like, hang out and not bone all the time? And he's just like, come on, you're killing me.
1: Yeah, he's like, Jesus, I just want to get my dick wet. Callie's like, can we, like, go see a movie or something? (laughs) He's like, no. <laughs> he goes and takes her to that movie and his friends are like, hey, we're going to get ice cream after. And he's like, I want to go bang. And then just like, it's like, no. And she's like, can we go get ice cream? He's like, no. <laughs> he's, like, like, he's
0: like, we just hung out and watched the movie. Why do you want this thing too? Why can't we go bone? Yeah. <laughs> can't we, can we go to oh, the space? Yeah. Oh, also, this is the episode where now that Aunt Becky is single again,
1: Johnny finally thinks it's a good idea to sleep with Carmen Electra yes definitely a good move johnny and carmen electra like now officially a thing they're like making out on the floor rolling around in the restaurant dirt nasty's back in this episode too jay is just being a dick jay goes through these episodes where he's just like angry like for all of a sudden he i don't know what he was angry about in this episode he's
0: the only person in this whole show with like a real job like he's running a shop that's not doing well and i think he's just stressed about that all the time yeah like they don't write anything about that. Like they have the one episode where, like, after Brayton signs a fifty thousand dollar contract to, to be to, uh, to be like a surfboard model, he's like, "Do you want me to bail you out?" And Jay's like, "No, I'm gonna work here all the time until we're you know we're turning a profit." Like that's the only thing they mention. But like, I just think that surf shop's not doing well, and he's just stressed out about how his do you job have a
1: fucked up surf shop when everybody in this whole town surfs? I think probably because there's
0: a lot of surf shops and there's no way to distinguish it. Plus, because of skateboards, and Amazon. also Derek stealing three hundred dollars skateboards to give to his friend and blaming the friend. So we'll yeah. get to that down the road this is also the episode where after I guess they they skip ice cream they go back and they bang and Aunt Becky walks in on that
1: yes and then she freaks out she has, like a. Meltdown. He's like, don't worry
0: about it. We're using we're we're using protection. She's like, I guess that's good. I just didn't know you were you know that far with her. But like, they've been dating for a while on the show. Like, yeah. she's so wrapped and up he in her own shit. And instantly banged the other chick. So it's like it makes sense. And
1: then Doctor O'Keefe
0: shows up at the end to hang out with Derek. I think he comes back to like you
1: know, for his man boy love. And we have the Nikki side story. She finds this guy because her and Zeph are working on like the paper or something. Oh, for gay like, Oh, this guy's really cute, and he's like, do you want to come like meet me for coffee and. And Zeph's like, getting nervous again. She might date someone. This is how we get them back together. Zeph's getting nervous that she, he might date him. And then he's, like, she's, like, oh, sorry, like, I guess I'm, like, you don't like high school girls. And he's, like, it's not the high school. It's the other part. Or so, he says something really weird like that. And she's, like, oh, she has to go have the gay talk with. Yeah, with, with the gay, with Aunt Becky's new gay assistant. And she's, like, can I convert him back? And he's, like, no. <laughs> and it was just so great. She's, like, but what if? And he's, like, not going to work. And she's, like, maybe if I, and he's, like now <laughs> <laughs> like so that i think that's like an episode later because we skipped an episode where i noticed that in the set i have, a, at least I have this, two episodes together in my notes in this reason.
0: episode i don't know if
1: i i don't know if it was all season
0: two but like go back to whatever at the beginning of whatever episode you're watching zach efron is in the opening credits of season two he's oh, just like a I guest star this. in the first one oh
1: i didn't notice that
0: in the episode where there's a will there's a wave he's in the he's like his name is in the opening credits so he gets like bumped up to series regular even though he's only, still only in about half the episodes this is also the episode where there's, like, that pop star that Nikki's obsessed with, Gigi, Christy Carlson Romano, who is Shia's older sister on Even Stevens, oh, another Cage cool. Club Podcast Network connection. She's, like, this pop star, and, like, there's, like, a teachable lesson there, too, like, be nice to your mom, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's
1: don't be a shithead to your parents, is essentially what Brayden it
0: is. Braden won the pro-am,
1: even though he bailed on Jay.
0: He's like, I don't yeah. need your help, blah, 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 and then he still wins the pro-am.
1: Yes, of course. And,
0: yeah, then the next episode, he's gonna go to Hawaii, because, like, because he won the pro am, he's able to go sort of surf all over the world, and I guess get hey, paid to hey, do hey. it. Hey,
1: hey, hey, don't even... Oh, okay, you didn't go to the next episode, you're just talking about this two-episode combo thing. No,
0: we're... I'm not skipping things, I know that there's good stuff to
1: talk about. Yeah, so he goes to Hawaii, and he just like with Jay in Hawaii for a month, and they're just like fucking yep. around.
0: Oh, and then this is the episode where Derek watches Resident Evil with Carmen Electra, which is, you know, for like a seven-year-old boy, like how, how can you have a better afternoon than that? Dude,
1: me hanging out watching movies with Carmen Electra is my dream seven-year-old day.
0: <laughs> like watching an r-rated movie when you're seven or eight like whoo yeah man. which
1: is karma like just tits half hanging out all the time that, and then exactly. i wrote surprise aunt becky ain't thrilled she is not about that life so yeah so she, she gets kind of mad about this because he has nightmares or something and this is going great so we have to get to the next episode oh no no because <laughs> and- no, this is the episode where erica and brayden make out
0: i think is it or is it not? Yes. Yeah, they do. Who flips a coin to make out? It's
1: them, right? And she catches yes. it midair. Yeah, he's like, if you leave stuff up to fate, let's flip this coin and see if we should make out or not. Right. And he flips it and she like grabs his hand and he just like aggressively pushes her against a wall and they just make out on the wall. And he's our surf coach. So that, like, that's, this is perfect. This is like really okay.
0: The only other thing that's worth mentioning in this is that Zeph doesn't know that Nikki's new friend is gay who doesn't show up in another episode I don't think he's just like he's here no, and he's, he's gone like gone. Yeah. she learns how to sort of kind of respect gay people whatever but Zeph doesn't know why she's spending all his time with him and he's getting real moody about things yeah because he's a high school kid that's right yes. they're in middle school and he's a high school kid and then she kisses Zeph and she's like I'd choose you over a high school boy any day
1: not letting him know that you know the other guy's gay but they're back together yeah they're back together go ahead I want, I want to hear you say it. Get to the next episode. It when starts. When Carmen
0: Electric gets killed in a car <laughs> accident?
1: <laughs> it starts with, like, there's been an accident. And, like, the phone. That, rings. Okay, Aunt
0: Becky is in Paris with Susanna. Yes. Jay is in Hawaii with Braden. And they all get a phone call, like, you need to come home. There's been an accident.
1: There's been an accident. You need to come back right now. And we're like, okay, so we know Susanna and Aunt Becky are cool. Right. then We know we Braden get, and Jay are cool. Braden and Jay are cool. Johnny's, like, at the funeral parlor, I guess, or, like, the church. Like, we slowly find out that it's none of the main characters, and I'm like, right. what the fuck happened? Yeah. You know? And no, they just killed off Carmen Electra because, wh- why not? Like, because she you getting, need to get she, Johnny and Aunt Becky back together. Yeah, now. exactly. They were going too well. She just needs to die. So they just kill her.
0: The more important thing, maybe, is that now Derek has long hair and is sort of a punk skateboard kid who's also an asshole. Yeah. Now he's a dipshit. He just sucks. And he also is obsessed... Because Braden, aside from being the most handsome guy on the show, the most popular, the wealthiest, the most successful always banging the hottest girls is also like consistently a good older brother to Derek and Derek has no interest in it at all and now that Brayden accidentally flips a photo, like this is the dumbest thing but Brayden's like walking down a red carpet and like accidentally flips a photographer somehow like I don't know like the physics of the scene does not make sense it was like
1: the photographer's like in his way and he like turns and kind of like bumped him and he like dragged the photographer over a gate And so so he's now the bad boy of surfing. And they love it. And now that he's the bad boy of surfing, he's afraid that he's going to get fired,
0: but his his Company loves it. Derek loves it because all of his friends now think that Brayden's cool. Even though, like, Brayden just won, like, a pro am. Like, he won a ton of money.
1: Like, dude, your your brother's pretty much a professional surfer. Like, he was cool before he pushed a photographer.
0: And also, like, if you come over the house, like, he's always got, like,
1: hot girlfriends around. Like, why are you not, like, he's always been cool? He definitely has always been cool. Agreed. In the Zeph scheme of things, this episode, Zeph's being weird. Scene from Atlanta stop being weird <laughs> Zeph like he's just being fucking weird and every time I see him I, like, I even had a note like Zeph's being fucking weird
0: I wrote I down Zeph and Nikki seem on the rocks <laughs> okay there's also cardboard cutouts of Braden at the surf shop now like he's such a big yes. deal that like he's being used to sell products at the surf shop that he grew up in yes that's kind of cool he's so, America's next top surf star yes and they yes. want him to dump Jay, but he's loyal to Jay.
1: Yes. He he like makes this deal that like he can't be a surfer without Jay, so.
0: But yeah, Zeph and Nikki have a date and Zeph's like something came up and he has to bail on the date and Nikki is confused.
1: Zeff being weird. She's Stop like being what's being weird. <laughs> Stop being weird. I can move if you want. And, and <laughs> so he comes up and he eventually this is it. We get a crying Zeph. We don't get a shirtless... He he takes his sleeve up while he's crying. Which, I mean, is pretty much as good as we could have got. Yeah. And we realize that Zeph's dad... Is now an alcoholic because of Aunt Becky and beats Zeph all the time.
0: And also, I think Broke breaks his Walkman too. Like, there's like that was like weird. another
1: episode because he, he just wears like a he wears his iPod around everywhere. He's trying to block out the noise. Yeah, like he doesn't want to hear his dad be a drunk.
0: It's wonderful. His dad is played by C. Thomas yeah. Howell, I think. Right? Yeah, he's been that. in like literally 200 things. So like, yeah, yeah, no, this is actual like actor in this boy. Oh boy, Mona. So Carmen Electra dies. They've only known each other for probably like six. weeks weeks but in her will left the rest of the restaurant to Johnny makes sense That no no, it doesn't make sense like it's I
1: guess she's not in jail I mean, like, you know, the writing style-wise, this is perfect.
0: So Zeph is, like, really angsty and moody and, like, not opening up to Nikki. Like, he's bottling it all up. And Nikki goes to the smoothie shop, and she's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? He's like, I can't talk about it. I'm working. She's like, okay, then make me a smoothie. And? He makes her
1: a smoothie, and the smoothie explodes on him. Which also would be a great picture for the episode, too. The one when he's covered in smoothie and when he's covered in paint. They go outside, I think, and he's like, this isn't about
0: you or me. It's about my dad. And Nikki's like, what about him? Zeph says... through tears he's drunk all the time i don't yes. even want to go home it's horrible i have to hide from him keep making excuses for him and then we find out that he's beating Zeph. i'm not sure if
1: he's acting well but he just sounds like a scared little boy yeah i guess it's good so he tells he confides in nicky he says whatever you do don't tell your aunt that's a bad idea and what if she keep do getting beating. immediately not immediately because they like they do the like go to the movies his dad's gonna pick us up and everybody's like that's a terrible idea you know like in my head and it's like he shows up late he's drunk he gets pulled over and almost gets a dui because he was swerving and becky's like well what happened he's like i had a glass of wine it's cool like don't worry about it and she's like yeah that makes sense and johnny's like no it doesn't <laughs> <laughs> and she's like yeah okay we get like to the next episode in the zeph timeline amber's back for some reason i don't know why she came back or what she was doing but she was finally back i wrote down oh hey amber's back yeah, same. That's it. I just
0: said, oh, Amber's back. <laughs> so Zeph's not on this episode, but Brayden got paid $50,000, so he spent $7,000 on video games and a big TV. Yes. And they're playing Halo 2, which I don't know if we've said on this podcast, but the reason but... we're friends is because of Halo 2. Yes, go ahead. Tell the story. So I was like, this is the show that we were meant to watch. That back in 2004, when Halo 2 came out, Joe and I... This is a true story. ...did not know each other. Nope. This isn't the best story I have in terms of meeting somebody.
1: Yeah. If we were going to get married, we would definitely like put this on the like you know in the slideshow it would be, it would be a halo 2 themed wedding no we'd put it in the slideshow you know like everyone would be like how did you meet like well <laughs> joey and joe met i played halo 2 after school for basically six hours a day for nine months straight like i was just obsessed with it same <laughs> it was like, like a random match generator that just like yep. you know if you don't if you're not playing with like a bunch of friends You just, like, join a room so that you have, like, a full... And
0: we were both good at the game, but not good enough to take it seriously. And so the whole... My whole goal when playing, because I was playing so much, is, like, let me find people to play with that I can just sort of hang out and talk with. So I found this kid who also lived in New Jersey. We were playing. And then we get matched up with Joe, and he had a couple friends, I think Emilio and maybe somebody else. You guys were good enough at the game and just, like, dicking around and just being fun, and so we're like... We'd
1: spent so much time playing Halo. We'd gotten good enough that we could not be serious and like we were way better it, we didn't have this whole like fucking ranking shits like that yep. thing didn't exist back in the day it so, was like if all you were like capture the flag on zanzibar over yeah. and over again but if you were like good enough you could, like, just control the game. Like, there was, like, enough of us that we were the majority. Yep. So, like, we would just, like, come into a game and just, like, make everybody play what we wanted to do because if not, <laughs> like, we would just, like, fuck the game up. You know what yep. I mean? So, like, that's how it worked. This was before they fixed shit like that. And we loved it. And we would just play hours and hours and hours a day. And
0: so we get randomly paired up. And I'm like, oh, these guys are cool. Like, let's hang out with them. We became Xbox Live friends and played a bunch together. And then Facebook came out. We came from Facebook friends. Yep. And then sort of didn't talk for a couple years, not through any negative stuff. But then as I was driving, I was planning my cross-country road trip, and I knew that Joe lived in Pittsburgh at the time. And I was like, hey, I'm going to be in Pittsburgh on these dates. Yep. You want to, like, hang out and do something? You're like, no, you're going to stay with me. You're going to sleep in my bed. I'm going to buy you a ticket to a Drake concert. I'm going to take you to my favorite bars, all my favorite food places, and just put me up for two days. I'm just like oh that's awesome and then like basically since then
1: we talk pretty much all the time BFF's
0: yeah. Zack Attack co-hosts I mean that's it exactly. Halo 2 so when it showed up in the Zack Efron TV show it's like it's fate Like, this it, exactly, it was meant it was, to be it was meant to be yeah that's
1: how it worked man oh and then this is when Nikki barks when reading her poem she has uh, public speaking fears Brayden has the new like really annoying friends like the dipshit kid like that older dude that like just like is oh yeah they're,
0: they're all yeah, they're all moochers they're all like oh you know he, he can like they don't ask him the to buy things but he offers to buy things and they all say yeah that's great thank you
1: he's basically funding their lifestyle yes which is do nothing they just like get drunk and like surf and then they go to the pizza shop or something where apparently erica works this is jay's restaurant this is just i mean sorry oh right 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 yeah they go to johnny's restaurant
0: his his annoying friends know that he knows erica who and they're all like oh god she's gorgeous
1: and he's like yeah all right i tapped that no they like they keep pressing him like did you bang her did you bang her did you bang her and he's like yeah i did and then she hears a soda on him just dumps a whole soda on him yeah there's lots of bras bras and bros in this uh in this episode these couple episodes this is when amber gives nikki alcohol because she's like it helps my mom calm down and then yeah (laughs) She, she gets lit so quickly. She gets insta lit and just like is just wrecked before she has to read her poem. But and nobody really ca- seems to care that Nikki got drunk. No, like, everybody like freaked out about like Braden having a joint that was he didn't even smoke. Yeah, and Becky's just like, "Oh damn it, Nikki! Like, what are you doing?" And then like that's it. Yeah, yeah. There's like no punishments for that one or anything. Yeah. We get to the next episode. Zeph's getting beat again. I think that's Zef when has a new
0: haircut though. Uh, does he? Yeah, I don't know what it was. I just read out Zef has a new haircut. I don't remember what it is, but it's like
1: less Justin Bieber or something. Thing.
0: Probably, and then this is when see uh, Thomas Howell gets pulled over because he's
1: drunk while he's driving Zeph and Nikki oh. and Aunt Becky's like, oh boy, cool. And then he cries like twice in this episode. So where are like, I no, I counted. I, I had four cries total at the end of this episode. That's amazing. Yeah, so we so we got a lot of Zeph crying near the end here. It was worth. This it. is the
0: episode that I asked you
1: about. Did you catch the sort of cameo of sorts? No, what was it? Oh, that's right. I forgot that you even mentioned it. Go. Well, who was it?
0: The new girl that Braden wants to bang.
1: Yes the brother the brother's sister sorry the
0: brother yeah yes the the he's he's friends with the guy and then you know he's has a crush on that guy's sister obviously she is nikki's older sister in real life oh damn really they look fucking identical.
1: Wow. No, I didn't know that. That's really cool. And
0: a couple episodes later, they're like, introduce one to another. Nikki and Faith, quote, meet each other. And one of them says, I've heard good things. Like, yeah, you're sisters. Like, of course, you know, it's just like. Yeah. So the, th- the weird thing about the show is that, like, half the people went on to do stuff and the other half just didn't basically nothing. Like, this sort of yes. was, like, this was what they did, and, like, they were in stuff but nothing of note. The older sister is in, I want to say, like, The Flash or Arrow or something, like, one of the new CW oh, shows. Like, nice. she's actually, like, a working actress now. The last name is Panabaker. Let me see here. There's Kay Panabaker and I think Danielle. Also, Yell- on
1: this note, I just want to throw it in there. Because you brought that up that Nikki's sister is Faith, also something I found that Erica's stepdad in real life is Johnny. Yes. Which is a really cool fact to me. The only reason why she's on the show is because... I think he, like, got her the job.
0: This is... It's hard to see in this really low-res uh, picture, but this is... On the right over here, there's Nikki, and then in the middle, there's Faith. So, they're sisters. Like, that's when they were in
1: the same scene together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember it, for sure. But, like,
0: look at... That's a couple years older Nikki. Like, yeah, Nikki, but, like, now that you yeah.
1: say it, I get it. But, like, I, I wasn't paying attention while it was on. But, yeah. Like, right
0: now, Danielle Panabaker, the older one, is... Almost thirty, okay. and the younger sister just turned twenty-seven. Kate Panbaker. Oh, cool. oh the, actually, the younger sister was in a TV show called No Ordinary Family hmm. with Michael Chiklis and Julie Benz, Dexter's wife in the show. Dexter. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. They were a family that got superpowers. So she was the daughter. She was less annoying in cool. that. I like that show, but that got that got canceled for a year. That yeah. was a weird sort because of, you were so about that dirt nasty cameo, and then when you lost your mind about Johnny and Erica, yeah. I was like, oh, there's something else this that's like just like line. that that I yep. thought
1: you were gonna see, but no. I didn't find it. No, nope, I was only concerned with Erica.
0: This is the, so this is the last Zeph episode and I really was kind of hoping that he was going to die. You were hoping like, that Zeph was going to die? Why? Well because like it, yeah. A would
1: be awesome. Yeah, we haven't killed him yet.
0: B because like we're, we get like this buildup of like this drunk alcoholic dad. Like you know like maybe he got in a car accident. Like the dad was hurt, but Zeph died. Yeah, or you're right.
1: This would have been way better. Yeah, we should have we should have like had the dad kill him somehow.
0: But the way the story ends somehow, unless I'm wrong, Nikki's like he's moving in with us, and then he's just not in the rest of the show.
1: Yeah, they're like he's gonna stay here. They force the dad to go to rehab. That's it. But he doesn't exist anymore. Zeph's gonna move in with us for a while while the dad's in rehab. But we he doesn't we don't see him.
0: Oh and. Johnny, oh, yeah, so Zeph, come, they come over, and then Johnny, and then the, the drunk dad comes over, and Johnny and the drunk dad have a face-off in the house, and, like, he sort of, ch- like, chokeholds him up against the wall.
1: Yeah. You remember that? Yeah, I, yeah, that, I definitely remember this, because Johnny, like, has, like, a Zeph confiding moment, because Johnny's mom was an alcoholic, so, like, he can relate, and they're, like, you know, friendly and stuff, so, yeah. The last quote that I have from Zeph is, I want my dad back. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah he definitely does say i want my dad back very seriously his acting he's like really coming into his acting in this one so
0: the, the next episode is the one where derek steals the expensive skateboard so that oh so jay is dating this like woman that like comes out of nowhere and she's got a, like kid, a spanish and, woman
1: she and they like to... fall in love immediately yes and it's been six weeks she gets pregnant immediately but you're missing the episode where bryce like dies brayden saves his life
0: oh right no that's this that's this episode yeah okay that's surfing cool.
1: wipeout bryce down yes
0: this is the episode where I noticed that like Derek, with long hair and the punk skateboarding kid. He, I don't think he knows how to ride a skateboard because every scene that he's in with the skateboard, he like rolls in and then does the same move. He like stomps on the one end and pops the other hand end up into his hand, and it's like, look at the cool skateboarding kid. Yeah, uh, he can do this one move.
1: I mean, he is like eight and stupid
0: as shit, but yeah. And then for the finale, we have one last major time jump in a series full of time jumps.
1: Yeah, we get a huge time jump, but it's actually really not that huge because we find out that she's pregnant. They've only been dating for six. Weeks, so like really, we might have missed a week.
0: And also, she's not like showing either. She, yeah, it's just a little bit of a tie jump.
1: Ava and Johnny are like really close to getting back together. They get Chinese food, and she gets the fortune that says, It's right in front of you. On the
0: biggest fortune paper that I've ever seen in my life, your destiny is staring you right in the eye. And she looks up, and Johnny's looking at her. You're like, Oh, they're gonna yeah. get together. They've got to get together.
1: Yeah, and Nikki's kind of forcing it. She's like putting in like the creepy records and stuff. Yeah, they don't. And then the series just died. That was the end. <laughs> no, they get together. Do they? yeah at the very end okay well yeah so this
0: is the episode where he flips the the photographer flips in the last episode wow no really yeah I have that written down yeah oh okay Okay, Damn, yeah. I thought that was earlier.
1: Yeah, same. The timeline of this shows just feels weird. <laughs> like, I know that shit happened, but I can never, like, place, like, where it happened, so.
0: Jay decides that he wants to raise the baby with the woman that he just met. She wants to scramble its brains out. Johnny and Ava basically said that they're not going to get together, but, well, Braden and Erica, I said maybe, but they don't really. But then Ava tells Johnny that she's totally in love with him. He's in love with her, too. They kiss and they embrace the end, and the series ends.
1: Yeah, so see, like, I think that they were writing this, like, as if it definitely could have had a third season.
0: So I looked up that this show, like, I don't remember the exact date, but like, it, got, it ended on like May 1st or whatever, and on like April 10th, it was canceled. They probably could have tweaked maybe editing, but they couldn't have shot more stuff. So, like, they wrote it that it could have been a series finale, that it wound up being a series finale, but it also could have been a season finale. They could have added more yeah. stuff in the next season.
1: Yeah, they could have carried on from it. I also
0: saw that this got canceled somewhere in the middle due to low ratings, but was picked up again by something called The N, and I don't know what that is.
1: Maybe it's like some kind of noggin spinoff, probably. Maybe.
0: I have no more notes about the series, but I do have notes about awards that the show was nominated
1: for and or won. Tell me. How was this nominated for any awards?
0: The Image Awards, which I do not know... Uh, Outstanding directing in a dramatic series, Janice Cook was nominated, did not win.
1: Who is Janice Cook? I don't
0: know, some director of an episode. Okay. The 2005 Kids' Choice Awards Australia, Jesse McCartney was nominated for Blimp Award Favorite Television Star, but did not win.
1: Okay, good.
0: The Prism Awards, I don't know what this is, 2006, the Prism Award performance in a drama series storyline Lori Lachland won for the drama series storyline for Summerland. Shit, okay. U.S. Teen Choice Awards 2005, Jesse McCartney nominated for Choice TV Actor Drama, did not win. Then the Young Artist Awards 2005, Young Artist Award Best Performance in TV Series, Comedy or Drama, Leading Young Actress, Kay Panabaker, Nikki, won. Damn. Young Artist Award Best Performance Lead Young Actor... Jesse McCartney, nominated, did not win. And also at that award show, Best Family Television Series Drama, nominated, did not win. Nikki won an award for the show, and Aunt Becky won an award for the show, but nothing else.
1: Damn. A lot of awards that I did from things that we didn't know existed. Yep. I bet every TV show has thousands of awards from random ass. Almost certainly. Yeah, definitely. Do
0: you have any other notes about the series? Sort of no. overall, overall vibe, overall feelings about the show?
1: Thoughts on it. It was fucking long. It was a lot, but it, 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 you sort of like, it wasn't that bad. You
0: kind of get into a groove with it somehow and you sort of like, it's easy to blow through like three or four episodes in a
1: row. I don't know how. Then it gets heavy. Yeah. I mean, like I could get through about two or three and then I was like, okay, I just need to take a break from this bullshit. This isn't a show that I would recommend to anyone. I don't really watch a lot of like family kind of drama shows. That kind of sucked. I think that season two, episode two was everything I needed to make this worth it for me though. It was cool seeing Zeph be like a little boy. (laughs) my thoughts on it.
0: Game time, mailbag.
1: Okay, let's go. We really
0: have a Jenny Rodin in the
1: garden. I'm hoping to Jenny Rodin. I'm really we have hoping to Jenny emails. Wrote in we do all from jenny
0: yes awesome jess collins did not write in ending her streak. she's losing her spot man jenny see you're already moving up in the world melissa is catching up i know melissa's catching up i think she'll probably write in when she catches up she's cool. away on vacation right now
1: have fun on vacation Melissa. probably
0: not ideal circumstances for listening to zach attack but i know she's at least through high school musical email us zach attack at send us whatever send us dick pics whatever you send us i will read on air we just want to hear from you we have yeah. Jenny now who wrote in last episode. I
1: hope Jenny writes in every episode. It makes me so happy. Please write in on our next ones. I hope that our next shows are going to be some ones that you care about because I was so happy with your letter last time. So yes, I want to hear Jenny's new letters. Please, let's give her the stage.
0: First email, subject line, asterisk, pick, I-C-K-P-I-C. And I was like, hmm, I wonder if she is... Because we can sort of be explicit on the show, and I, I don't know, you know, we don't know Jenny. We don't know
1: if she's... She obviously listens to us, and we say fuck a lot, at least I yeah, do. that's true. That's okay. what I'm saying, but
0: like, I don't know if she's like, she doesn't want to type out the word dick in an email, so I'm just like, who knows? Okay, but anyway, cool. so I open the email, and then there's, an, there's a reason for this. She says, hi guys, I was absolutely thrilled to hear you read my email and to become fan number four. Here is token of appreciation number one. This is my kitty, Ricky, or as we frequently call him, Rick. So hope you like this Rick pick. To ah. so be fair, he is a boy, you just can't see his dick. Let
1: me see. Email answered why it was Let me see Rick the cat, pick. man. There's Ricky. Oh, he's cool. He kind of looks like your cat a little bit, right? No, my cat, no. My cat's, well... I have two brother cats. by the way. And I have a tortoiseshell girl, so
0: all of my, you know, growing up and with my my sister and my parents and everything, you know, we've probably had like eight or nine cats, and I've never had a cat that looks like Rick. Rick's a good-looking cat.
1: Yeah, yeah, I like Rick. Totally sold on cats. I was never a cat guy, but we have two brother cats, and they're my favorite. And
0: just like my cat, the the thing that they do have in common is that my cat likes laying
1: on bags and boxes and everything that, like, doesn't cost any money. They all do, yep. Anything that yep. costs no money. Pierre's favorite toys are corks. Yep. If there's a wine bottle cork, he will play for hours. If I buy them toys... And parsley. Nothing. Oh, yeah. Milo loves to eat parsley and corn husks. He was eating corn husks yesterday. Yeah, awesome. Thank you.
0: Email number two. Subject line, token of appreciation number two from Jenny. She says, hello again. I know you guys liked Jason Mantzoukas and Dirty Grandpa and Neighbors, so thought yes. you might enjoy this Pam. podcast where Mark Marin interviewed him. It runs oh, a cool. little long, but the guy has some good stories and I found it entertaining. I don't remember him mentioning Zach, though, so don't get too excited. Cited, hate mail to follow Jenny, <laughs> and she sent a link to the episode from WTF with Mark Marin, which I did listen to. It is like an hour forty five, and I, yeah, I yeah, yeah. told you about it. It's really good. Like he's a really interesting guy. Not only is he Pam from Dirty Grandpa, but he's also this guy who like super into religion and music, and like got his college to pay for him to take this journey around the world. And like, really, yeah, like two year thing like where he went to different countries, and like he gets you know he has stories of about getting arrested and like trying to drive through Damn. like demilitarized zones and everything, and like cool. And then he also has the whole whole back half of his career where he sort of goes to UCB and then becomes an actor and everything like that yeah it's it's definitely worth listening to so
1: I think I will because I, I remember last thing we were talking about was when I heard the part of the podcast where he was describing Sleepaway Camp which was fucking hilarious too we, yeah. Oh, that's
0: from How This Got Made. Yes, that's his yeah. podcast. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and and he's really funny. I I need to pay attention more to him because he just exists as Rafi all the time, and I, I love him. Yeah, or Pam in my head, but in my head he's always Rafi.
0: Email number three from Jenny: hate mail, winking face emoji in the subject line. Okay. Hi guys, I was so happy and thrilled that you enjoyed my first email so much. It was also exciting AF for me to hear you read it. I played the email part of the last podcast for my Bunko ladies. I had to look up Bunko. Bunko is a card game. Okay, cool. For my Bunko ladies and my husband, who admitted he thought it was, quote, cool. (laughs) Now for the hate part, even though it's hard to come up with something. Good. I hate that you're running out of Zeph material. On the flip side, Liam was your best guest yet. So, sorry, Mike, and
1: sorry, Rachel. I I agree. Liam was great, man. It was was serendipitous. If
0: only for the story of how we got him, it's just remarkable. Also, I don't know how vain this is going to make us sound, but when you came down last week, and I did not remember to bring around my Sharpay clutch purse, which makes me sad in retrospect all over again. When we were driving from brewery to brewery, we made our friend Matt listen to the Sharpay episode. I
1: like listening to the episodes. I say dumb shit. I don't remember recording them. and Joey like does all the editing so by the time that they come out I've forgotten what happened and I listen to make sure that like you know my audio wasn't fucked up that I was hopefully funny to somebody Dumb shit, like like I just it's it's not I don't really think it's even vain. I'm doing more like market research. Sure. On listening to them, and Rachel likes to listen to them. Usually, I listen to them with her because yeah. she hasn't heard them yet. So you know. I don't usually listen to it because I listen to
0: it basically while I'm editing it. So I listen yeah, and sense. I hear it. And but this time I listened to it. It was the first episode I listened to in full. Matt did not laugh at either one of us, but basically every time Liam opened his mouth, Matt cracked
1: up. So we yeah, Liam's uh, funny, dude. Obviously, mean, it, it was a good. We dude. have yeah.
0: real world research. From two different people now saying that they love Liam. So cool. Liam, if you're listening to this, come back at some you're point. You're probably
1: not, hopefully not. Nobody's <laughs> listening to this. But Favorite but yeah. quotes
0: from the Derby Stallion. This is back to the email. Favorite quotes from the Derby Stallion were when Joe said, like they made a little sugar hearthrob son, and you said, quote, and then you work out like a motherfucker, like you can become heartthrob too, maybe. I, I don't remember saying this. At she all. said, Lastly, I Good. have two more guesses for the next podcasts.
1: Go ahead, kick them. So em. here's the
0: thing. One what? of these is right. Really? And one of these is wrong. Okay, just read me the wrong one. We'll tell Jenny that she's right. So, yes, Jenny, you know. So here's the thing. Here's the thing, listeners. We've said for a while that if you email us and you get it right, we will announce it on air. However, Should we? Should we do it? Well, no, because since we made that proclamation, we decided that for the rest of Zack Attack, up through November 1st, we're going to have two episodes a month. We have this episode on August 1st. Then we're going to do the Sharpay fan fiction on August 15th. Yes. Then we're going to do the last movie that we can find, Miracle Run, on September 1st. Okay. Then on September 15th, we're going to do the clip show. Yes. And we're also going to open the Zephy's, the Zephy Awards. Yes, do the Zephy's. Then October 1st, we have a special bonus thing planned that we're not going to announce yet, because it's something that I came up with that you know about. I don't remember, but okay. That I don't want
1: to okay. spoil. It's a thing that we're going to do in person. Okay, I don't remember what it is still, but okay.
0: We're going to do, on October 15th, we're going to do the new show announcement. We're going to announce on two new podcast guests, or two new October podcast 15th? subjects. October 15th? Okay. And do a last call for the Zephy's. And then on November first, we're gonna do the Zeffies, and then December first, the Junior podcast start. Cool. So cool. Jenny, the guess of yours. So you guessed Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, that's is a another good, good one. option.
1: That's a really good the one. The thing but...
0: with Leo, though, is the same thing that I think with a lot of people. Like he's not in bad stuff. Like he's in mostly good things, which is like, yeah, it's which it's doesn't make it as interesting. Cool, I agree. Right. Although if we did do Leo, we could do his Growing Pains arc, where oh, he uh, is Sweet. the son of an alcoholic and drains all the alcohol down the drain and says, "I I drained it every damn
1: every last damn." drop and they are like oh this kid's gonna be something <laughs> nice i didn't know that he's essentially playing zeph's summerland character exactly it, it's so connected he's like six or eight episodes of growing pains i think
0: but your other guest jenny is correct it's one of the people that we're doing i don't know if it's gonna be on the first of the month or the 15th of the month but we're gonna do this guy's type me tomography. out which one it is. which
1: one did she get right can you can you send it to me oh really yeah okay good yeah good catch nailed it the other ones very close in the same vein sent us another guess yep it made sense i'm glad you used all the clues we're gonna be posting lots of i have like lots of ideas for clues to drop about who this is that we want to post but, but the yes. guy you
0: got right jenny we are going to do new to old so we're going to do his more recent movies first then wind up we're gonna do zeph order right
1: like zeph, zeph backwards. Order. yep and the yeah. other
0: guy we're going to do old to new yes so there's still a right answer out there floating in the ether. Write us, ZachAttackAtCageClub.me. Let us know who you think it Good is. Good job,
1: Jenny, dude. Thanks for, thanks for the emails, and I'm glad that you got one right. Because that Damn. was
0: pretty quick, too, because like when I was talking to Jess and we were trying to get her to guess who it was, I was just talking to her on Gchat, uh, it took her, I don't know, 25 minutes and like 40 guesses. Jenny wrote in, I think, two guesses and then these two. Four guesses with no hints, really, other than like, no. he's sort of similar to Zeph. I mean, for that alone, aside from the fact that Jess did not write in this email, I mean, rocking up The scoreboard in terms of
1: fandom, yeah, you've you've definitely jumped a couple spaces up on on the total four list of fans.
0: If our fandom is like shoots and ladders, you are definitely on the way up, and Jess is taking a shoot down a row (laughs) or two.
1: She's shooting way down.
0: Oh, and then she signed the email later, Jenny McMullen, A.K.A. Fan Number Four.
1: Well, thank you, Jenny, for the email. I look forward to hearing from you again, and I hope the person you were right about is a podcast that you want to listen to because we will still be our same i will still be my same dumb self
0: you're gonna be even more of your dumb self because we're giving you more responsibilities for the next podcast oh yeah yeah
1: just for that if you can hang around for one thing just like listen to the beginnings of the next ones please or listen to the whole thing really ideally but you know the beginnings are gonna be weirder don't don't listen don't
0: listen to them (laughs) but i'm glad that you do google autocomplete game i don't Kay. know how this is gonna go we're gonna type in summerland zach efron yeah oh hair oh, we've, we've got some good ones dad no neither of those no hair no dad kiss kiss is the, the first autocomplete you are right on that oh good okay there's basically there's two more that you want to get there's also scenes which is boring there's show there's tv show pictures and part one those smoothie? are all sort of generic no no smoothie they're not um. things Try not to think of, like, things. Something different. I don't want to get too many more hints but
1: like, Not things. Paint? No, that's a thing. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> think, um, what else could people search for about Summerland? Not just, like, things he did, but something else that relate to him or his character. I had no idea, dude. People. So think of people. Who, who do you think that they search for? Summerland, Zach Efron, and who? And Nikki. Yep, K Poundabaker, number four. And then who's the other one? There's one other person.
1: Brayden? Jesse McCartney? Jesse McCartney. Yep. Okay. Summerland, Jesse McCartney, Zac Efron. That makes sense. They just wanted to see him with people not... Cool. Yep. K- Kiss was good. I'm glad I got Kiss. Kiss was the big one. So yeah, you, you can think like a uh, probably 14-year-old girl. I obviously always think like a 14-year-old girl.
0: So now the question for the trailer, I don't know what we're going to be able to find. Like I'm sure there's tons of... There's <sighs> no. Back to the Surface trailer. We kind of lose some games one. in this one.
1: Because we're not Summerland. gonna be able to like rank the movie or anything.
0: No, I don't think we can do a trailer game here. Unfortunately, that sucks. We could watch. Oh, it's a, somebody put together like a fake trailer. What's Summerland? Back to the surface. Hold on, we're gonna watch this. I don't know what this is. Okay. This might be a Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure Two. Someone named XX Cutie Honey Bunny XX eight years ago <laughs> with forty three thousand views put this Summerland Back to the Surface views? trailer. The description says, "Hey everyone, winky face with a tongue sticking out. My new." video hope you like it and then in parentheses fake trailer so we're going to find out what this is all about send me the link link in there summerland back to the surface trailer gonna check out xx cutie bunny xx she's got 173 subscribers on youtube she uploaded something a year ago but that was only her second video in the last seven years i think she she did a a lyric video for a jesse mccartney song okay a couple of Jesse. so she's a she's a
1: fan of jesse mccartney so I, i feel like this trailer is gonna have a lot of jesse mccartney these comments are amazing on this video it says i want to hug him oh god i'm crying so bad my face is all wet I saw that scene in Dear John. How sings, please. <laughs> you could
0: have got rid of the music. You can't hear what they're saying. Okay. With lots of those words misspelled. Okay. okay.
1: Let's hit Three, play. Three, two, you are.
0: one, play. Got she it. stole the MPA logo, so that's
1: cool. All right. You saw it right from the beginning. Oh. Oh, oh. it's Jessie. Oh, is that the drug thing? No. No, that looked like when they That's when their parents oh, die, when they find the... Yes. When they find the... You know what's weird
0: about the movie when they, Braden? They, oh, she spelled Nikki. <laughs>
1: yeah. And then she put a pasted over she it. She pasted it over. This is worth watching, guys. Yeah.
0: What's weird about the show is that, for considering Braden and Nikki are brother and sister, they don't interact a ton. Yeah. They both interact with Derek a good amount, but they don't interact with each other a lot.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so this like the first this is episode with Braden crying when they when the parents are dead. This is terrible. Like, it's Yet. worth watching, but
0: it's... I don't... is just like... A, this is like the scene. Like, you just took the scene from the show. Yeah, this isn't really
1: a trailer. If it's just, like, the first scene of the show with music behind it.
0: I was hoping Summerland Back to the Surface somehow would be, like, you know, after the show. Like, but...
1: Oh. Hold on. It's nowhere near over. Okay. Where's she going with this one? Just another random-ass scene?
0: Oh, this is when they're going... Oh, no, this is... Oh, this is a fake movie. Okay. As one summer ends, another
1: begins. What movie is this? I don't know. It's like a music video, maybe. It's time in, to follow Brayden. Did she? Braden spelled way wrong. No, that's spelled right. That's how he spells
0: it. It's
1: B R A D I N. It's terrible, but yeah, that's, that's weird. Sound. Yeah, I don't like that. This is a hospital scene where.
0: Is this where Carmen Electra dies?
1: No, this where? is when he was when he was doing the drugs. Oh, right, 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 right. Just talking. Yeah,
0: this is strange.
1: This is really... I want to know who thought this was a good idea. XX Cutie Honey Bunny XX. She definitely put, like, 35 seconds of work into this. That's for sure. So it's just two scenes and, like, a music video kind of clipped in between. But she did use some good parts. It's, like, both of him, like, being crying and, like, wrecked. This is disappointing, though. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I appreciate you...
0: So, cutie honey bunny, if somehow you're listening to this, Doubt we'd love it. to have you on. Summerland, really back to the surface, cool video effect, sort of yeah. Like should definitely make this in garage. Coming or soon. Something. It's not coming soon though. No, that was fucking. So terrible. yeah, so that's that. <laughs> Interesting, not as exciting of a find as Sharpay's fabulous adventure two, but I am glad we watched it. I think.
1: Yes, Uh, I'm glad we watched it. We got to see what 14 year old girls thought about Summerland, which is if you clip two scenes together, you can (laughs) see another movie. Uh,
0: Next game is the Google. No, I'm sorry. Next game is crying and shirtless.
1: Yes. Okay. cool. So what were my guesses last time? Because I think I was pretty close uh, crying wise. Keep in I, mind that we also had Liam on to do guesses
0: too. Yes 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 okay cool.
1: Liam's was the best ever because it was he's gonna leave winterland yes. Lips yes. leave Summerland to go to Winterland.
0: So my guess was that he was gonna be shirtless surfing which Steph never surfs once in the show. I then said he was going to be crying while chopping onions. Another thing that does not happen.
1: No, we should have got the chopping onions one. I wish you'd have won.
0: Joe 2, get a scene where he takes a shower at the girl's house, which never happens, although he should have showered after that paint, paint debacle. Scene.
1: Right? I was close. Okay. And he
0: peeks from behind the shower curtain, half shirtless. Crying. Emotional episode. Mother is a recovering crackhead. Not far off base. Not far off base. parent, wrong substance. Then you went on to say he's a foster child. That's why he's crying. He tells the family and the girl that this was his life. Yeah, I, I knew I was close. The mom being a crackhead, not too far off to the dad being an alcoholic. Yeah. Liam said this takes place in the same place as the Derby Stallion, which he was not right about. We I, I, we both knew that it was sort of Southern California, but he thought it was going to be like anywhere USA. He said it's obviously hot, which heat wave. Yes, we got that. Right.
1: He's right about yeah, that. Yeah, we got we got a heat wave one. Yeah. Liam then said he was going to be chopping wood, which sadly never happens. (laughs) Zeph as a lumberjack would just make me so happy, but okay. Shirt open
0: or tied around his waist never happens. Crying suggesting he has to move out of Summerland and into Winterland. He doesn't want to move. Long distance never works. Liam's was the best. It was definitely the best. You were closest, but Liam was the best.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: The next episode of Sharpie's Fabulous Adventure 2, the fan fiction. Yes. We know, so it's not a video.
1: Jenny, if you want it, Joey put it all in one list and you can email it to her so she doesn't have to
0: yeah jenny if you want to read this if you want the link to it we'll put the link up in the thing but if you want to read it ahead of time uh send an email Zach at case club anybody anybody who listens to this if yes. you want a direct link to the p like that it's not it's like a google doc of all of the
1: text for the 15 chapters so you don't have to like click through and you can just read it it's like a book
0: you can also google sharpay's fabulous adventure 2 it's on fanfiction.net you can find it there but you don't have to click through this way so it's not a video it is just text but I still wanna do crying and shirtless for this. So
1: shirtless is obvious because he is going to quadruple space the fuck <laughs> out of Sharpay. He is definitely gonna smash Sharpay a bunch. Good. How, how are you gonna how are you gonna go crying?
0: Crying okay. From what I understand, from that 30-second teaser and what we read, they're both in New York, I think. What I'm guessing is that Sharpay is living the fabulous life. She's on Broadway, she's killing it, whatever. She leaves the show one night. And he's not homeless, but he's, like, on the street, down on his luck, and he's crying. And she rescues him like a sad puppy and nurses him back to health with her body. With her vagina.
1: Hudgens. Sorry, Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> I say shirtless, weird... Oh, I didn't do
0: shirtless that. Hold on. So shirtless... Yeah.
1: So we need to be a more specific type of shirtless. Like something specific that happens. Can I I do my both and then you come back with your shirtless? Okay, because I have my different shirtless, but go ahead. I don't want to take your thunder. Go ahead. Sharpay is going to be super fabulous. Obviously. And she's in New York. She gets hit by a car. Whoa. And Zeph sees it and starts crying. Okay. And to make a tourniquet for her... (laughs) He takes his shirt off and wraps it around her to stop the bleeding okay that's my guess
0: and then i hope and
1: in your world he just never puts his shirt back on it's raining too <laughs> okay it's, it was definitely raining when i was thinking about it. it's like a taxicab hits her he's like oh no sharpay and like her leg is fucked up or something rips his shirt off ties it around her leg it's raining he's crying it's raining yeah that's what i'm imagining i'm gonna say he's shirtless in a sex game,
0: but I'm guessing he gets hot wax dumped on him from a candle. That like That's a kinky thing that Sharpay's into. Okay. Just like Live in La Vida Loca with Ricky Martin. Yeah, exactly. He gets hot wax dripped on him. Next game, Letterbox game. Cannot play. This
1: is a TV show. Nope, sorry.
0: This is going to be the most difficult game, I think. Or the easiest what? game, Fire-Ass Titles for Summerland. Uh, Oh. Oh,
1: okay. I'm gonna say. Yeah, the I forgot beach we house. were gonna play this game.
0: Go ahead. What? The beach house. S-
1: surf. Smoothie King. The S- uh, Smoothie King. Relationships. You're going real simple on this. Yeah. It just feels. It just feels like it needs to be something light. And Are we
0: trying to? So here's the question: Are We trying to name like Zeph's show or the show as a whole?
1: I was doing the show as a whole. Okay. For me, because it was like it, you right. know, there's a lot about it. So. Okay.
0: I think this is already a show, but I'm gonna say generations. The Walrus. That's such a deep cut. Like, if that was, like, the, like, you go through the entire first season, we have no idea why it's called The Walrus, and you're like, oh,
1: she's a walrus, okay. Yeah, got it. Cool. Show makes sense now. Drugs. The Cave. Oh, I like The Cave. That's a good one. Eric. I'm also
0: going to say The Cape.
1: What did you say, Erica? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the only part of the show that matters.
0: <laughs> So here's a question for you. I was sidetracked from this. If we could just follow one character around, it would be Erica. If you if you take Erica off the board, who? What character are you most interested in following around, like as a central character of the show? Uh, Jay, probably Jay,
1: right? Jay, I bet Amber would be fun to have her own show. Amber would be fun. But Jay, for sure. He Jay's the best character. Like he's my favorite, at least. Because like, he's I an actual like character. Yeah, he's like, he's like a real dude, like, and he has like, you know, ups and downs and like relationships and like he fucks up and like, it's just like the only like real one about them, so.
0: Also, the benefits to watching a J-show is that Erica is in probably like the, the, the leading lady, you know what I mean? Like she's in a lot too.
1: I would like like the HBO or like the Cinemax version of a J-show. <laughs> and you know why.
0: I searched. I don't think she ever gets naked, unfortunately. No, she doesn't. I already looked too. And neither does Lori Loughlin. Like I'm surprised, good for her, sort of, you know, that she made it through her entire career never getting topless. Yeah, seriously. She She's in a bikini. Right. Some bras. She's, everybody misses in this is in a bikini a lot. Every time, like, Lori Loughlin's in one, you're like, oh, right, because she... Co created the show, so she has like she's probably an like executive producer on it too. Yeah, so it's like a very conscious decision. Like, obviously, they hired Erica because she's a decent actress, but she's also gorgeous. So, like, you're gonna have her in a bathing suit. You hire Jesse McCartney because he's a heartthrob for young girls. But then, like, when Aunt Becky's in a bathing suit, you're like, oh, right, like, you, you could do that too. All right, yeah, she's it's like, it's like surprise, like, it's, like, it's a pleasant surprise when she
1: does it. Yeah, exactly.
0: I think that's all we got. I mean, this is a longer, episode. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna trim it down while we edit, but you know, it was 26 hours that we condensed to under two, so
1: yeah, dude, we, we tried, we tried to blow through it. As quick as possible for you. Go watch season two, episode two. Please, I am the walrus. Everyone, I am the walrus, <laughs> which is a great title too. Yeah.
0: I would also suggest uh,
1: episode nine in season two because that's, that's Zeph's last episode. That's the alcoholic one. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. If you, if, if like for Zeph fans, yeah, watch episode nine. Like the the beating, crying Zeph dad one is perfect
0: and then if you have to watch another one maybe watch the finale but like Zeph's not in it you know i don't even know erica's in it only a little bit like see if you can find clips of erica being
1: hot or something but yeah I but yeah any- so f-
0: so four months from today we're going to start a new podcast three months from today will be the zephy's we nominated every episode that we've done Every movie or TV show that we've talked about yes. is up for at least one award. I think I tried to do like two or three or four for each one. Yeah,
1: we kind of we, we spread it out pretty nicely. We'll release the voting thing.
0: Yeah, mid-September, voting is going to open, and then like sort of mid-October-ish, it'll close. So we're going to each, so when we do the Zeffies on November 1st, I'm going to have my pick, Joe's going to have his pick, and then we're going to have the fans' choice. Yes. So when we get closer, when that's open, we will announce it on the show. We will also put it on our Facebook page facebook.com slash cage club on our twitter page at cage club pod and the post about it and
1: also voting will take place at cageclub.me. club.me
0: zephy's coming soon vote early vote often make your voice heard joe and i are probably vote 75 cheer.
1: times just like fucking vote as much as you want i don't care you know if, if there's, you a, wanna... there's a lot
0: of illegal voting there's a lot of fraudulent voting
1: voter fraud voter fraud we're gonna we're gonna start a commission against the voter fraud Joe and I are not going to tell
0: each other our picks beforehand. It's going We're to be not. live be reveal on the air. We're hoping for a guest for that episode to sort of get read off the fans' choice, but we'll see. We'll see if that happens. We're coming to a close, but to prepare ourselves and you for our future the next couple years of two episodes a month one for one actor one for at another at least two
1: episodes a month cuz we'll probably do bonuses and shit too so
0: and also Zeph movies as they come out too so there'll be bonuses yeah. and we'll we'll sort of be juggling three podcasts but as we're doing at least two a month we are going to be doing two a month for August, September and October for Zack Attack and then also and then in November we have the Zephies and then I think we might take Unless we can come up with something cool to do November 15th thing, we might have that one off. And then on December 1st, new show. Yep. Excited.
1: I'm super stoked.
0: So, like I said, you can go to cageclub.me, facebook.com slash cageclub, or Send at cageclubpod to... on Twitter. Email zackattack at cageclub.me. Let us know what you think. Thank you, Jenny, for writing in. Jess, I'm disappointed. I know that you write in because I mean you were you, you just set yourself up for like six episodes in a row or whatever you
1: wrote in. Way to let us down.
0: I'm also putting your sister once again on blast for not oh, yeah. writing
1: in. Erica, you suck for not. Erica, really Martha, us. Callie.
0: Martha has 500 followers on Twitter and she can't even like like a tweet.
1: Yeah, damn Martha.
0: Somebody, so the fame got to her head. She loves the Green Bay Packers, which is another reason I don't like her. So not <laughs> only did she not respond to me, but she likes the Vikings' biggest rival. So there's yeah. that. So go to cageclub.me, facebook.com slash cageclub at cageclubpod on Twitter. Email zackattack at, at cageclub.me. Let us know what you think of our stupidity, our thoughts on mm-hmm. Summerland. Did you watch Summerland? Let us know. Also, let us know, like, are you watching these movies as we talk about them, or are you just listening to us talk about movies that you've never seen? Like, I, I'm
1: curious. Either one, I think, would work. I mean, like, we kind of described the whole movie, so if you didn't want to see it, you could just listen to us, and I think it's, like, funny or er, commentary.
0: And also, starting on, so this August 1st is a Tuesday. So if you listen to this, the day comes out, it's a Tuesday. Starting Thursday, two days from now, Mike and I, Mike was on three episodes of this, he was on The Paperboy and Parkland and uh, me and Orson Welles, he and I are starting Cage Club Revisited, because we started the whole Cage Club podcast network by watching all of Nicolas Cage's movies, so he and I, along with guests, have gone back and watched some of Cage's movies. We're eventually, I think, going to do all of them and recorded live commentaries over them. So for Throwback Thursday... That's awesome. I'm curious, like, just so we're, I'm curious how people listen to this. I'm curious if people are going to listen to that while watching the movie. I or would. just on their own or whatever. There's also Cage Club Bingo that we made for that. Like, we sort of really went all out in terms of figuring out how to make those listenable. It's it's a it's a growing process, like it's a growth process. Uh some growing pains in there as we sort of figure out how to talk about this stuff. But you know, I think they're I think they're pretty cool. Keep listening to our stuff. Thank you for listening to this. We've yep. still got another five or six episodes of this, and then we got the two new shows coming up, and then more Zeph bonus episodes. We're not going anywhere, and we hope you're not. And either. we will never be better than this. We will never be better than this. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe too. And we'll see you next time on ZacTac.